Appreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Just go, just whatever. <laughs> oh wait, did you start already? I started already. You didn't point at me. I pointed at you. They you can were too hear busy. us through the whole intro now. You were too busy <laughs> drinking through your straw that says Elaine. My obnoxiously big straw, which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Now it's like turning around like a weather vane. Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally on the show, we uh, take turns selecting movies from our movie genre that are unappreciated, but not today. Hey! Stop it. Second week in a row! <laughs> Second month in a row. It's time for another birthday pick. Oh, yeah? Is Whose it? Whose birthday is it? I don't know. It's John's. <laughs> It's actually the second birthday episode in a row because Elaine had hers. Yep. And then you'll go immediately with yours. Hold on, I'm enjoying this. One more time. No. No, you get no more. Okay. I'm going to play with this straw this whole time. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, it's my birthday. And for my birthday pick, I pick 1997's Face Off. Oh, really? What's that about? (laughs) I can't wait until I was taking a drink before you asked me a question. I wasn't looking at you. I'm playing with my straw. I'm making it spin around in my drink. Well, mm-hmm. Face Off is a 1997 American action thriller film directed by John Woo, written by uh, Mike Werb and Michael Collaray, starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, where Travolta plays an FBI agent and Cage plays a terrorist. Sworn enemies who assume each other's physical appearances and hilarity ensues. I was going to say, except no, no, nay, nay. They actually play the opposite character. Right. <laughs> John Woo, what did he else? What else did he direct? Oh, John Woo. John Woo is well. He was huge back in the in around this time. Mm-hmm. He was known for things such as this: Hard Boiled, Red Cliff. Um, Red Cliff. Yeah, I've never heard of Hard Boiled either. Uh, Mission Impossible Two. Uh huh. He did Blackjack, Wind yeah. Talkers. I love Wind Talkers. I'm Hostage, Paycheck. That one's so good. I haven't picked it yet. I need to put Paycheck? that. Is that a sci-fi movie? Yeah, it's definitely oh, sci-fi. I never saw it. It's got time bending in it. Oh. Yeah, we loaned it to you. You kept you it didn't. for four months. Yes. No, we didn't. Yes. And then you returned it and, and said, never I never watch watched it. it. Really? You don't remember? That doesn't sound like me. It has that good listeners will remember because we talked about it more than Dude, you had two copies of Tango and Cash for nine months. One of those were mine. That's not the point. <laughs> I'm just this makes, saying. That, that's not helping your cause, that you had your own copy and kept mine. It has Ben Affleck and Gwen Paltrow in it. We've talked about oh, this. Oh, man. All right, so. About, I have a reason to watch it. I'm pretty sure you returned it like a year ago. All right, so the. I never heard of The this. Metacritic on this is 82. Mm-hmm. The Rotten Tomatoes I had up a minute ago and lost. Man, the critic is 82? Yeah. Wow. That's high. Audience score is 82 and thermometer is 92. Wow. On the Rotten of Tomatoes. Yeah. There's a reason why it's a birthday pick. Is that higher or lower than Aliens? Now I'm curious. I now, it's, lower, I thought. it's like I know what you're gonna say. Really why don't you just be a birthday well, pick because the of the thermometer was 97. Because it cost 80 million dollars to make, mm-hmm. and it made 245.7 million dollars. Nice. So there's no way this qualifies anyway, other than the top three John Travolta movies. That is underappreciated because it's not in the top three. <laughs> yeah, what are the top three John Travolta movies? Grease, Hairspray, and Gotti. I'll say Urban Cowboy. Your three top three Travolta movies are Grease, Hairspray, and Gotti. And staying alive, Pulp Fiction. Staying. I alive. said your three. Oh, my three with him. Me, my personal three with him is gonna be Pulp Fiction, 
probably shit not in here. It got me on the spot. Mm. This, obviously. Broken Arrow? No, Broken Arrow <laughs> will be on her top three. It checks out. I don't feel, holy, yeah, you know that what? does check out. What am I, why am I, I have to go over John Travolta anyway, so let's go over John Travolta. I'm who, trying to figure what, out my top three. Guess who this is starring? John Travolta, who you really? may know from such ditties as. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Welcome back to the podcast I'm going to try to not mention any of those. So nothing he's done recently has been really any good. Like he's on this weird roller coaster thing. Well, he had some stuff going on. He's yeah. also previously been on the podcast for um, that terrible Hugh Jackman movie, which I hated. I also liked him in uh, Taking a Foul on 23. He was good Sword in that. Fish. Yes, or, thank you. Oh, Swordfish, so he's a welcome back to the podcast. And he Michael, was good in, she already said. <laughs> he was oh, good and in, we saw him in Punisher. Be Cool, Get Shorty, Wild Hogs. Mm, that's a good one. He was at a guest appearance in Goldmember. He was in Carrie? Look Who's Talking. Elaine's favorite movie, Battlefield Earth. God, Look Who's Talking is good. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Get Shorty. Yeah, I mentioned that phenomenon. Um, look who's talking now. And of course he did Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive, Urban Cowboy, Grease. He was not in Grease too. But also starring the great Nicolas Cage, or formerly great Nicolas Cage, who you may know from such little ditties as Prisoners of Ghostland, Sorcerers of Jiu-Jitsu, on in 60 Seconds. <laughs> Carly's actually trying to... Is he actually in any <laughs> other ones? Am I missing any, or is that... No, but... <laughs> that, that's pretty much all we've done of him so National far. National Treasure. <gasps> yes! Oh, yeah. I gotta think, what is my top three Nicolas Cage movies? Well, Obviously, tough. Gone in 60 Seconds. Right, that's your actual National thing. Treasure. National mm. Treasure, I think, has gotta be up there. The Rock. I really liked yeah, him in Lord of War. Yeah, The Rock is so good. The Rock's probably my God favorite War, Nicolas Cage. Man, is Lord God of War? War? Lord, Lord of War. War. That's really good, too. He's so good in Sorcerer's Apprentice, though. <laughs> He's, he's actually Nicholas Cage is great. He's still great. He's always been great. But no movie he was in that was really underappreciated. Movies, you ever seen Matchstick Men? Yes. With uh, what's his name, the great um, dancing guy there. We did his, like Hugh a bunch Jackson? of nope Swayze. Nope. The guy the was great, in the moon. Oh, oh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that. the great dancing man is Sam Rockwell. Yes. Have you seen him dance? I mean, yes, but that's not. <laughs> I mean, Travolta could be considered the great dancing man. That's My true. top three Travolta, I think I have to go with Grease, um, oh, Saturday Night Fever, and this movie, Face Off. Although I do love Broken Arrow. What about you, Paul? But that's more for Christmas. Top three Travolta. Okay. I don't know. She's going to go with any of the three movies you just said. You could pick Michael. Michael could be in your top three. That movie's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's talking so about being my top three before Michael. So Joan Allen was in this. She was in um, a lot of the, what do you call it, the Born Identity movies. She was in the Born series. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Skyrim. She's been in a whole... It's fucking Joan one. Jesus Christ. I don't think she's very... Gina Gershon. Um, I don't think she's a very good actress. I know people really love her, but I find her so bland. I don't think I've seen her in anything besides this. Gina Gershon? No. no uh, John Allen. Allen. You, you didn't Allen. see the Jason Bourne movies? I mean, I did, but I don't remember her in them. Right. She's just so well, we're bland. On, we're on to Gina Gershon right now, who you all recognize from Showgirls. Bound. I've never seen Showgirls. You ne- bullshit, you never saw Showgirls. I've never I mean, seen I'm Showgirls. I'm not sitting through that dog trash piece of shit I think I've seen parts of it. I've never seen it, because I don't want to. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> There's nothing there for me. And this also has uh, Nick Castavetti's in it, who is not really known for being um, an actor as much as he is a director. He's he, known for being Nick Castavetti's. Also being Nick Castavetti's. Because he's like a really good uh, director. But Yeah, what do you direct? I'd have to go down to his director. Oh, that's what, 
Gershon was in Killer Joe. He's yeah, that's a weird movie. directed Alpha Dog. He it's, he directed The Notebook. That's why they know him. And John Q. She's so lovely. What is that? Travolta, Sean Penn, Robin Wright. Interesting. James Gandolfini. Anywho. Interesting. So, there's our, 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 our major stars in this. There's been a bunch of other people who've been in a, bunch, a plethora of other stuff, but nobody that was in anything that we will mention except for Thomas Jane, mm-hmm. who's Welcome Back to the Podcast. From what movie? 61. And The Punisher. And? And 61. And? Oh, yeah, so the, the fucking shark movie. My, my head is like a shark fin. Which shark, which fucking shark movie? Uh, deepest, bluest. Deep Blue Sea? That's what I said, deepest, bluest. Also, Nicolas Cage was in the adaptation. I forgot about that. Nicolas Cage was How in How many times of... has he been on the podcast? <laughs> Nicolas Cage is, does really interesting movies. <laughs> Nicolas Cage right now does, I think, any movie that will come his way. And yeah. he's on my pick for your birthday. We might need to get that man a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> but there's one more actor I want to mention, and that's Chris Bauer, who's, yeah. who plays who played um, uh, what's his name? Pop over Torwald, whatever his name, Torball. In this, he was Bob in '61. Mm. Yeah. So there was that whole scene was a good '61 reunion. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, all the '61 guys were in prison. All go- I needed was one, Pepper. One goon was the cop that got his ear cut off from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember. I don't know his name. So what do you think going in, Carly? I thought I saw this in the theater. I don't remember. You did thinking it was great. <laughs> I was Chill. Innocence. Bad yeah. dog. I think this is one of the movies my mom and her best friend dropped us all the kids off at and had us watch while they had lunch. Okay. Otherwise, Carly. why would I have seen it in 1997 in middle school? I mean, when Carly could say she saw something in the theater, that's I think that's noteworthy <laughs> in itself. Yeah. Elaine. I thought, ooh, I haven't seen this in a while. Riveting. Tony. As uh, like, uh, I love this movie. I watch it at least twice a year. But we'll see if it holds up. <laughs> I love this movie. I watch I'll it twice a I year. I lived with you and you've watched it twice a year. I have not seen it since I saw it in the theater in 1990. I don't think you I don't think you're around when I watch. I think I watched yeah, it three times home, this week. <laughs> you're home a lot more than I am. No. <laughs> you don't pay attention to what he's watching yeah. on TV. I have to watch movies when you're not home. Why? She hates watching movies. It's a good thing she's not on a podcast where she's watching movies. movies. Yeah, that'd be weird. It's just a big time commitment. <laughs> I had some reviews queued up, but I accidentally closed those, so we're gonna skip that part. Okay. One of them was good. One of them was but bad. But I want to oh. hear them. Okay, here we go. Here's one from one, two, three, one, two, three, four, um, five, Magnolia six. fan. This movie was awesome. You should all go see it. It's Amaze Balls. Mm-hmm. And here's one from ladiesman217. Ladiesman217. You should buy my shitty um, Stetson and um, glasses that my grandfather used. Oh. Also, I saw this movie. My car's trying to Did catch you me. figure out your favorite true serial object? I did. <laughs> Interesting. I left my notebook at home, so I had to remember my notes. <laughs> okay. And I just remembered the last bit. All right, so the movie opens. Mm-hmm. I think. Sure. Why not? Fuck it. The movie opens. We see Sean Archer. He's on a carousel with his son, Michael. Um, they're having a good time. He does that weird thing where he rubs his hand across his face. Now, what Brent, does that look like? Yeah, it looks like this. <laughs> I don't think Tony there saw it. There was a little more force behind that than I was expecting. She was a little bit closer than I was expecting. 
Because I like reached out to you. Your palm yeah. to someone's face, and then you slowly lower it. You know, like caressing their face with your fingers. They do this nine times <laughs> that I count. And every time I watch them, I'm like, I'm gonna start doing that to Elena. Elena yeah. does not like it. Mm. Nobody does. It's, it's weird. really weird. Tony did it to me. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so off in the weeds, we see Caster Troy. With a boss-ass mustache, and he's got a, a sniper rifle, and he's here... And to, a Pepsi. And a Pepsi. <laughs> and he's here to kill Sean Archer. But he inadvertently shoots through Sean Archer and kills his son, Michael. Oof. And Elaine's like, why didn't you just take another shot? I'm like, well, he's pretty upset he just killed a fucking kid. He's not a, he's not a monster. I don't feel like he was upset he killed a fucking kid. Really? Because later on in the movie, when they're at his gravesite, you can see remorse in his face. I didn't see that remorse. All right, well, you need to watch that it again. That more like boredom. Well, really, you should probably watch the movie instead of looking at your phone when it's oh, on the background. Oh, damn, Carly. Maybe if your oh, I mean, copy Elaine. of this movie wasn't skipping so bad, and the, <laughs> skipping my favorite fucking scene. The third time uh, Thomas Jane is in the movie, she goes, oh, look, it's, it's Thomas Jane from 61. I was like, I mentioned that when he first came on the screen, and you weren't paying attention. I mm. thought I did a very good job paying attention. Oh, I don't know. I've seen my phone about. was almost dead. It was plugged in. I was not Oh, that's there. why. All right. Well, six years later, we see Sean is at his desk. Till the end. This movie is lolly. And he's thinking, and he's thinking, yeah, and he's thinking about Caster Troy, and he has his gun out because you know that's what you do. And he dramatically puts it into his holster. It looks like he's gonna kill himself. Yeah, he has a yeah, front holster right in his office. If and you were gonna commit suicide, I feel like your office would be a good spot. Yeah, somebody else clean it up. <laughs> Definitely not at home. At no. least you wouldn't leave it for your wife to find. That's true. Yeah, I would go your with kids. The, me kids. personally, I would go with the in front of the train thing because. There's less chance you're going to survive that. Like, if you shoot yourself, there's a chance you could live. That shit happens. You ever hear about someone stepping in front of a train and living? Me neither. That's not how I want to go. I just, first of all, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Don't kill yourself. But second of all, if if for some reason you're going to, if you're going to put it in your movie, I don't know. I just don't believe in involving other people in it. <laughs> don't step out in front of a train, then that train driver's got to stop. You done yeah. fucked up his whole day. I don't <laughs> And it takes a really long time for trains to stop. Like, yeah, he you. had to drag your dead body for, like, a hundred yards. A I mean, you done fucked up his whole day. That's just not cool. <laughs> but you're dead. Your He's job is accomplished. He's got to live with that the rest of his life. <laughs> and, look. If I'm going to hold a sign. This is not your fault. <laughs> also, don't attempt suicide in your garage thinking your guy, your guy friends are going to take you back to that ski lodge you went to high school. Uh, went to at high school. Because <sighs> that's just not going to happen. Go. D, act, battle. <laughs> no. All right, anyway, six years later, he's at his Anyways, desk. Anyways, I was on Lugal. Yeah. <laughs> he's listening so, to Motley Lou. I was listening to Motley Lou, and I sent a picture. I saw that. So, cut to Castor, who's dressed um, who's, blah, 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 who's dressed as a priest. Actually, I like this look for him. <laughs> and he's, in a, he's in a large area. We really don't see what it is. It's the L.A. Convention Center, yeah. but it looks like he's setting up a bomb, and he arms the bomb and puts it away. There's a deleted scene of a janitor catching him, and he talks to the janitor in Spanish, brings him over to the stairs and talks to him for a little bit, and he's like, so what are you doing? He's like, I'm just hanging out. Oh, I got a bomb, too. And he's like, what? And he shoots him in the face and throws him down the stairs. Like, wow. damn, poor poor guy. Damn. See, he just kills bystanders left and right. He doesn't even care. How could he possibly care that he accidentally killed I Sean think, Archer? I think he does care. Because about some people kid. care about children. I don't think he cared about children until after his kid was born, which was clearly, and that kid was less than six. Anyway. Does he know that he has a kid, though? Not yet. I, 
<laughs> I don't. We we don't know if Caster knows that I that's his kid at all. I don't think he knows it at all. The I think movie. I think he must know that that's his kid, and I think he just doesn't care, which is why I think he, he doesn't. <laughs> Whatever. Because she's like, he's like cute kid, and she's like, yeah, it's yours. No, she says, of course he's yours. Which, and then and they it meet sounds like a, a, yeah, but a revelation. No, is it a Can revelation? Can we get to that? We get to that fucking part of the movie. <laughs> but I don't think it's a revelation for Caster. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about the ending sequence. What do you think There's... about that boat race, huh? <laughs> I have thoughts. I have thoughts. <laughs> do you want to talk about that now, or should we do this chronologically? Oh, I would man. like to compare that boat race to the boat race in um, Indiana Jones. Oh wow! Everybody knows it's best to start in the middle, yeah, and then go back to the end, and then skip to the forward. That will keep everybody in. All right, so hey, where are we now? Oh, yeah. We're still at the fucking opening credits. This movie takes a very long time. I know, and you guys keep jumping to the goddamn middle. <laughs> Which is why I was watching on my phone until it started to get good. Well, I did watch... To interrupt you. <laughs> I did watch... Everybody else is doing it. You might my, as well jump I gotta in. get mine in. I did watch the making of this, and this mm-hmm. movie was originally written for Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. That would have been awesome. Then, they well, couldn't get them... So they were. It was going to be Alec Baldwin and Bruce Willis. I wouldn't. Have, eh, I wouldn't have been as good. And they couldn't get them. They were going to do Harrison Ford and Michael Douglas. That would have been terrible. And, wow. Who yeah. would have been the okay? Schwarzenegger and, and Stallone. Who is Caster Troy? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. I would. Have, I always love if Schwarzenegger play a bad guy, but he never does. No. You know. All right. So then the next one was uh, Alec Baldwin and Bruce Willis. I think so, Baldwin's the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. And the last one's Harrison Ford and Michael Douglas. Douglas has got to be the bad guy. Yeah. Right? Cool. I would think Harrison Ford has to be. I would, the bad guy. Love, I would love to see that, but I he think never Harrison does. Ford has to be because. Well, the best part about it is they both have to play the hero. Michael Douglas is the obvious FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obvious. Other, it's Michael Douglas. The other thing was Mark Wahlberg was was given the part of Pollux Troy, and he said no. Oh man, that would have been so good for Mark Wahlberg. No. I mean, not with this cast, weird. but yeah. It would have been a really good. I, I like Mark Wahlberg as an. I don't like Mark Wahlberg, but I think in not this as a person, particular but as an actor. in this particular movie, it's not a big enough role I, for him. I think he's overrated. I enjoy him I as think an he's actor. Incredibly overrated. I think he's overrated as a person. <laughs> he's, he's kind but of. But I like, think he's uh, funny because I think most people uh, think he's Chris, scum, uh, but he is still name? overrated Rock? as a person. No, Hemsworth. <laughs> No, uh, no. I mean, Stalin. I think people Evans? like Pratt. Pratt. A lot of people think that he's they, they're trying scum, to push him into But this. also, a lot of people care too much about him. Whether about he's Mark scum Warburg? or not, yeah. he's just Mark a dude Warburg who cares. has so many hands and so many pies, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just all hard work." It's like, no, you could start a clothing company because you're Mark Wahlberg, yeah. not because you're good at it. Because I watched this thing, and his daughter evidently is making hobby horses. He's like, "Look, she's learning that hard work will persevere." It's like. No. no, she's learning you're that if she Mark puts Wahlberg on the end of it. People will buy it. People yeah, will buy but it. she is you're actually doing favoritism, the thing. But she is actually making yeah, her she own thing. She's but she's, she's not, not a stay-at-home daughter. No, she's not a stay-at-home daughter. She actually is making money, and she's like seven, so it's even cooler. I watched this thing about this girl who was a stay-at-home daughter. Yeah, how old she was, was she? she? Was like twenty-seven. Because until you're eighteen, that <laughs> no, no, no she job. was like twenty-seven. <laughs> she was like twenty-seven, and she just her life was. As a, she, just her, she lives she off her parents. And you know, the right. first thing I think of is, oh, I'm a stay-at-home son, you know, from The Hangover. But that was made a joke. This bitch is for real. Now, <laughs> I'm thinking 
that there are instances where that's real when your parents are sick or you have to take care of them. No, 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 like no. That. That's not the same so thing. So there are people who are stay-at-home well, kids. Well, I do know people. That's that. not the same thing. <laughs> a stay-at-home kid, like, what you're talking about is you have a job. You you provide for your parents because yes. they can't. Okay. No, this, she's like, she's seven years old, lives off her parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I go do, shopping I, every day. Yeah, if I you do take know care that. of everything for them, then that's a stay-at-home kid. And that's, <laughs> not, that's not the same thing because once you start taking care of your parents, you just happen to live with your parents for taking care of them. The roles will switch. No, this girl was. Parents. <laughs> this this girl just didn't do anything. Had no ambition in life. She just you know lived up daddy's credit. I do card. know a few people like that where their their family's so rich that the the kids just stay with them and they don't move out because their houses are so big. They're just like we're just gonna move into this yeah. wing. And the end of and it, we're it was thirty, like, and that's just what we do. And the end of it was like this is why wealthy people run out of money in three generations mm. because this kid will do nothing but drain the yeah. family fortune because they don't make their kids work and she will have kids who don't work and drain the family fortune yeah. before you know it after three generations there's no money left yeah. which I don't see why that's a problem or a concern who cares mm. well care. if I came into a lot of money I would that you know it's hard to say because I didn't wasn't born into money I yet. don't think that this that that matters at all because it's just the redistribution of wealth so you're wealthy you do nothing and then in a couple generations you're not wealthy anymore and you gotta do something who cares <laughs> Not my problem. Then before you know it, you have to get a drug dealer who rents out part of your land to, to grow some uh, white widow super cheese in the basement. I mean, if that's what you got to do. And th- Well, that's exactly why he did it. He goes, because lefties and whatever, death taxes, made it so expensive for these lords, they started renting out the space. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You got to put a new roof on the man. Hey, could we get through this opening <laughs> credits now that we're like Maybe. 45 minutes in? Okay. So Sean Archer <laughs> right. so really in, in his office and he's like, hey, have you heard anything about LAPD intelligence? If there is such a thing? You're like, no, anything? 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 And they don't say what he's looking for. I like how he says that we're an agency so, we're an anti, we're a covert anti-terrorism agency so covert that no one does anything for us. But he seems there is like on edge waiting for something Nothing. And we cut back to Caster, who has planted his bomb, and the Messiah is playing in the background, and he's, like, all dressed, and he starts, like, he's working it. Like, he's got the <laughs> neck going, yeah. and he's dancing, and he sees, like, a choir singing, and there's this young girl. I don't know. She's not, like, too young. She's but, a teenager. Right. I was going to say she's, like, <laughs> she 16, 17-ish <laughs> guesstimation she's, she's on age. Suspect. Guesstimation on age people. You'd I ask for her 18. ID before you I would, I would say 18. Say I didn't seven. think. I was thinking I was, like 16, I was 17. I was yeah. thinking 18. But I'm anyway. Thinking, I'm, I'm yeah, but she's, she's definitely on the young side. Yeah. And at first I thought, do they know each other? Is she a plant? <laughs> no, so she's singing and she has music notes and she drops them and he she's walks over. She's just a girl that gets sexually assaulted. <laughs> Not, I mean, no, but no. does she? Because she's into it. Because he picks up the notes, it's like, oh, I never really liked this song. As a matter of fact, I think the guy is a hack, yada, yada, yada. But your voice makes it sound nice. And she's got the look on her face like, yeah. And then, like, he, like, he doesn't lick her. He licks at her, doesn't actually make contact. Which I think was a Nicolas Cage decision. Like, I don't want to lick this little girl. It's pretty <laughs> Do you think that was... Troy licks, like, three people on this movie. Yeah. But so. do you think that that was, like, a one of those things, like, how... Um, What's Keanu Reeves never actually touches anybody, puts his arm yeah, around his arm. Uh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, you think so, he was like, I can't lick her. So, the dog yeah. just licked my leg. Like, hey, pet me. So, <laughs> but Castor he does Troy, lick he starts, Jamie later. Or Jamie. Yeah. He does. Jamie? But that Jamie. was a close up. Jamie. Jamie. Christina. Christina, yes. <laughs> so then he says, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And then takes his hand and he grabs her ass and he, like, the camera comes from up top and he goes, Oh, oh, 
Oh, it's really, Ugh. it's super creepy. <laughs> he does that more than once, like where he... It's not as bad when it's somebody else. No, when no, she's but... she's 16, is weird. But he does that kind of move more than once where he, like, grabs an ass and maybe puts his dick on it and then looks orgasmic, yeah. which, I'm sorry, if you're an international terrorist and that's how quickly you come, I can't... I'm pretty sure that's... The, okay, whatever. But anyway, so, all right. Maybe that's why he has learned how to eat a peach for hours, because he's just so quick. We're going to get to the peach eating. All right, so we cut to Sean. Sean gets a call, hey, your wife's on line one. And then all of a sudden, Tito comes in. Tito works with him and says, hey, we just got a hot tip. Palace Troy played chartered a plane. And they're like, well, we don't have confirmed the cast is there. And he's like, Palace doesn't fly with that big brother. Let's go. And they leave. And his wife's on hold. Mm. I would never do that. Actually... I've never done that. Don't even try that shit. <laughs> but if you got a hot tip that the dude that murdered your son might be at the airport, you're going to go. Uh, and then later when I'm... Cause you, but I would pick up the phone. Hey, I got to go. But it I takes would, two seconds. It's not going to make a difference. But I would understand... You, well, you would just send me a text instead. You do that in movies all the time. The whole, I'm going to keep somebody on hold. When all you, you could just get on the phone and go, like you and, said, I'll call way, you right or, back. I'm or busy. my secretary would call, yeah. would say, he had to run out. They had a hot tip. Yeah. Or also, he would send me a text. I'm sure or, the entire office is going to this. It's going to take a minute for everybody to get the fuck up. Yeah. Or I would know that as married to someone in law enforcement, sometimes when I call you at the office and they put me on hold to see if you're available, you're not actually available. Yeah. That's right. All right. So... Just then, Castor. It's a big deal. Okay, moving on. Castor arrives at the plane, mm -hmm. and he comes out like a fucking boss. Everything he does is like a goddamn boss. And he has this box, like a nice inlaid wood box of essentials, and it's got some marijuana cigarettes in it, and some chiclets, chiclets, and some bazooka Joe, and some guns, some prescription medicine. It's some yeah. We don't know what that is. Some undescribed prescription some medicine. pills. Maybe he has a heart problem. No, Maybe. because they take those later, and he gets high as Carol. Uh, Carol. As giraffe nostrils. But then he's also, you know, he's also got his guns on him. But he's, and he changes out his sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And those were really cool in the 90s. Yeah. I remember. And we, we learned that Pollux played for the Jet. And he's like, that's what the boys are for. To hide our famous faces. He says, if I didn't love you so much, I'd have to kill you, bro. He goes, I hate it when you call me, bro. So, what happens? They get on uh, the plane. Oh, no, before they get on the plane, he tells he pulls out a wad of money and says, hey, I pay you guys to take protect yourself from everybody, including himself. He's got a little dragon money clip. Which is also yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, everything's got dragons on it. <laughs> he says, hey, you guys, we want to stay away from downtown on the 18th. It's going to be kind of smoggy. He says it just like... So smoggy. Smoggy. Yeah. I'll so put dragons on everything if I could. Yeah. So and we get on the plane. He's like, come on, let's go. Let's go on board. Come on, let's go. And just then we see the flight attendant says, hey, my passenger's here. I got to go. And he sees the, the nice young flight attendant. And he's like, oh, how are you? And she gives him a drink. And he's like, oh, come here. Sit. Sit. And she sits on his lap. And he says, you know, I can uh, eat a peach for hours. She's like, ooh. And he's like, if I were to send you flowers, you know, let me say it another way. If I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? No. Carly didn't have like, fuck no. He is actively smoking a cigarette. That's and then he sticks true. That's his marijuana. tongue out, is it? Yeah. Either way, Either way gross. Gross. <laughs> but this girl engulfs his tongue and starts kissing him. I just. I mean, who enjoys that sensation of someone trying to suck your tongue out of your mouth? 
Usually that means you tell all your friends, oh my God, he was such a bad kisser. <laughs> too much tongue guy. Yeah, way too much tongue guy. Oh, man. All right, but just then the Keep police... asking and, me to suck his tongue. I can't. <laughs> the police and FBI storm the runway. And we see that Sean's in a fucking Hummer. Not like an H2 initially. No, a full-fledged fucking Hummer. Like, yeah. the FBI must have some money because they have a fucking Hummer. Well, they are the FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our government spends way too much money on military things, so I'm sure there's just a bunch of shit. The Hummer's not military. Around. The Hummer was a military vehicle, but this is a private yeah. company. And once we... We know because it says fucking Hummer on the side. But, yeah, but once we're done with things in the military, we sell them to different branches of the government, like the LAPD. So maybe it was a military Humvee, and then they uh, it wasn't. painted it and sold no, it off. It wasn't. Do you know how we know? It says fucking Hummer on the but side. But maybe it was an unmarked. Also, this is what's called product placement. Do that shit in movies. You know what vehicle was really popular that in those times? A Hummer. Yeah, I wanted one really bad. Do you know why? What other movie had a Hummer Still in it? Still kind of want one. What other movie had a Hummer in it? Starring Nicolas Cage. It was gone, gone 60, 60 seconds. That was Snake's Hummer. No, nope, actually, a snake I was it. going for The Rock. Oh, yeah, The Rock. Oh, you oh, stole yeah. my Humvee. No, I borrowed your Humvee. That's right. But also, yeah, gone in 60 seconds. So very Sweet. popular. See, look at that. The the trifecta of Hummers. <laughs> do, you, do you think Nicolas Cage liked Hummers? Nicolas Cage Perhaps. liked a lot of expensive things. He bought I mean, castles I mean, lots of shit. dudes like Hummers. <laughs> a castle and an island. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure like, he had a Hummer or two in his doing, day. I've been doing a lot of Nicolas Cage uh, research for a story I'm writing. That's true. I was thinking, why are you? I don't know. I don't know. All up in Nicolas Cage lately. Yeah, that's right. Because he's awesome. Because I got a sub where I have to write a short story about Nicolas Cage. That's going to be interesting. I'm to read that. Okay. So anyway. Um, so now, all of a sudden, all of these amb- ambulances, these police cars and stuff and... Castro kicks her off says get off everybody of me everybody shows up to this fucking and looks and's like wow everybody's here just then she pulls a gun FBI freeze mm, bad call and, Ripley and Pollux is like no <laughs> throws a suitcase at her and starts beating the bejesus out of her do you think you think uh, Troy knew she was a plant no no not until everybody showed up mm. so just then he for I some reason, she was going to be the first person he suspected when everybody showed up. Yeah. yeah. So Sean is now in his Hummer and he's playing chicken with the goddamn jet. And now, so I don't think you can win that. Castor decides he's going to grab Winters, who's the flight attendant, and brings her to the front so he could see in the windshield <laughs> yeah. of the Hummer that he knew was going to be on this. Anyway, <laughs> so John Travolta goes, "He's got Winters, damn it!" Yeah. And he's way. Hey, Sean, one of yours. So then he spins around. He's now he's driving adjacent to the plane. Castor opens up the door. Because he lost the game of chicken. Takes takes her, throws her out, and is like, "What are yours, Sean?" Fucking plugs her in the back and throws her. And then he does the little Michael Jordan shrug. And then he does, yeah, the hands <laughs> up like, eh. which is awesome. Like he's definitely a sociopath. He had no qualms about and shooting that her. That shit. Yeah. If and if she the bullet did on his tongue. So first of all, the bullet did not kill her because I don't care what they show you in movies. You can shot like that, and yeah. you don't die right away. So she was just she, in pain. I'm sure the 45 somersault she did on the concrete Ugh. that took her out. She ate all of that. Yeah, and probably was hit by one of those cars behind. Her. So Sean fucking hits the brakes in the Hummer and it looks like he's gonna get out and check on Winters. He doesn't even fucking stop. He runs right to the goddamn chopper that happened to be right there. And threw yeah. a guy out of it. Like, I'm sorry, I know you're Sean Archer, but you're not qualified yeah, to be this he's qualified thing. to do everything. And why was the chopper ever on the ground? The chopper should have been yeah. in the air the whole and time. And I'm like, why aren't they shooting at the engines of this plane? But, but notice... <laughs> yeah, shoot out the tires? Who, who, like a boss, comes out and checks on Winters? Tito. Tito, first thing he did, beeline right to her. Like, hey, yeah. oh, yeah, she dead. Which one is Tito? 
uh, the bald guy, the black guy. Wedding ring yeah. From um, the wire. Yeah, the wire. His best friend. Yeah. When he gives his way. All right, so now Sean's in the chopper, and the chopper catches up to the jet. Runway's still going, by the way. This is the longest runway in the history of No, runways. no, that's Fast and Furious 6. Okay, okay. They made that, it was like 27 miles or something. <laughs> 27 <laughs> miles? It was like the longest, like the amount of time that that scene took it's place. It's like an interstate. It was literally like a 27-mile runway. <laughs> sure. It's the Fast and Furious franchise. Whatever. But before there was Fast and Furious, there was Face Off. Yeah. So, now the helicopter's landing on the on the, the wings of the yeah, plane, the, so it can't take off. And now Castro's like, fly! He's like, I can't. He's like, fly, bitch! You look out, and Sean shoots out the engines. So yeah. now there's an alarm. And, and I'm like, finally! And Castro <laughs> goes, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, there's an engine out. We have to stop. And he looks at it and goes, yep. Yeah. Fucking plugs Boom. the pilot. Boom! Yeah, what was he getting game by that? And I said, what, are you going to fly the plane now? And Tony goes, not flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere. Not with the aileron broken and an engine blown out. You're not going nowhere. <laughs> nope. So now the plane crashes into a goddamn hangar, like at full speed. Yeah. Um, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Movie's over. So what'd you think, Elaine? There's, there's, I feel like we talked about this in the Die Hard movie. There are many times in this movie where both of them should have been dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much multiple times in the ending sequence, these fuckers are immortal. Oh. Not only did they not die, they got up and kept fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it was nothing. You just shook it off. Like she's one of the fucking Avengers. Like the yeah. Thor would have staggered a little bit, but she, yeah. he just got it's right. It's all good. All right, so the plane crashes into the hangar, and the police arrive. Caster jumps out, double guns, and just shooting. Mm. Polish jumps out with a fucking machine gun, a little mini machine gun, and he's just cracking off rounds, you know. They're spending a fortune, but mm-hmm. they got money because they're terrorists. Um, shootout scene, big gunfight. Loomis gets an ear shot off. Tito um, arrests Pollux. Caster sees this and gets a little upset. Gunfight, 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 gunfight. Finally, we see Caster and Sean appear to be hunting each other now. They're, like, stalking. And for some reason, Sean keeps yelling at trained FBI agents and police officers to get down. Yeah. Because not like they should be looking around to see him. He just keeps throwing fuckers on the ground while... And every time he yells to one, they get shot. (laughs) Are any of them wearing vests? Because it seems like they all just take one to the chest and drop. Maybe if they weren't looking for the bad guy, if their boss wasn't yelling behind them, (laughs) they would be focused on what's going on around them. So so we get the idea that Sean's the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean anyway, so alright um, so we finally get to a point where Sean and and Castor are shooting each other gunfight 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 they end up where Sean gets over top of Castor and he's pointing he's got like his gun in on him but Castor's got his gun pointed back and he's like you better hit me you only got one bullet left and then they stand up and point their guns at each other and like ooh we both know our guns and they talk a little bit and Castor asks uh, Sean about his daughter, his little Janie. Janie, remember Janie. that? Yeah. Christina? Little, your little peach. Is she right, Bishy? Yes. That's gross. Yeah, and then he tries to shoot him in the face, and he's like, bang, and it goes click. Click. And you see the uh, the face that John Travolta makes is, is like, disgust, like, bitch. Mm-hmm. So Castor puts his gun there, he goes, all right, police, man, I give up. And he goes down to his knees, and he goes, you better hit me, Sean. You better kill me, because I don't give a fuck. And then he starts singing. I'm ready... Ready for the, for the big ride, baby. You can't see me, but I got my hands behind my back. And I'm reaching for a knife, and he pulls a knife. And just then, he goes to stab Sean, and Sean kicks him in the hand. and does a, a sidekick, and back out! Hits him into, a, I don't know why this jet engine was on. Just, because! Well, he hits it. Yeah, when you shoot jet engines, they always turn on. 
Well, no, he, uh, it hits a what's button. his name? Yeah, hits a he button. He it on. And somehow it comes on. Yeah, and then anyway. Yes. So then he kicks Sean, uh, Caster into the jet engine, and without missing a beat, Sean walks over and knows exactly what button to hit yeah. to make this thing go fucking full-born. Boom! And he flies. Yeah, into a... And he flies at a good rate cage. until he hits the fence. And stops rapidly. Because it's not the fall that kills you. No. It's the rapid stop. Sudden stop. Yeah. So it's a lot like that. Just then, they turn off the jet engine, and Tito and some other guys run up, and Tito says, has fucking boss line. He's like, looks like elves don't left the building. I'd like to say a word about Tito. Okay. The movie that Tito did right before this was 1997's Volcano. Welcome back to the podcast. Where he worked for OEM. Did he know what Magnum The was? Office of Emergency <laughs> Maintenance. Under the glorious Don Cheadle. He was number two. Staffer number two. <laughs> Did he know what Magma was? Actually, and I kept thinking his name was Cassius because I kept thinking he looked like the guy that plays Cassius on Lucifer. Don't know why. Oh, yeah. um, anyways. He nothing like Cassius from Lucifer. I, I, I just thought of that. That's a great show. Yeah. But I'm I, waiting for the next season. I'm excited to see what happens. Even though just, I think they have jumped the shark now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like over an actual shark? No, but when they started There's breaking... There's no in, Meg yet? So, now in some shows, they just start randomly breaking into show mm-hmm. tunes. Well, yeah. Lucifer, they started doing that, and they're like, what, are we going to explain this? And it's just because God wanted you to. <laughs> Which I'm like, you know what? I buy that. Look, the <laughs> fact that the Allstate guy, who is God, by the way, in the show of Lucifer, <laughs> um, whose name I can't remember, but he's wonderful because it's the perfect choice for God, just retired to spend more time with his uh, half-human grandbaby, that is... That's not why he retired. That is the point of jumping the shark. Okay. All right, where am I now? Well, you interpret it the way you interpret it, and I interpret it the way I interpret it, but nobody wants Lucifer to run heaven, so I'm just saying. <laughs> not even God. It's obviously a trap. Keep, okay. So and it bothers me that Michael's a bad guy. Yeah, they always do that for some reason. Well, Michael is a good guy. Yeah. See our episode the on goodest, Michael. Everybody is the hero in their own story. The show is called Lucifer. I understand... <laughs> That it shows that Lucifer... I mean, in the Hitler story by Hitler, he would have been the hero. We're not talking... <laughs> I just made me think of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Oh, yeah? Everyone's a hero in their own way. <laughs> God, if you've never seen that, you should. Have you ever talked to um, someone who thinks they're, they're a bad person? I'm just saying... The hammer is my penis. <laughs> Lucifer, the show, yeah. she clearly shows that Lucifer is not... Evil. No, it's done Neil Gaiman. But they are making it look like Michael is evil, which bothers me because Michael is the like. There's no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just is annoying. Because you need to have a um, someone for him to go against of equal power. Because if some random dude just like I'm gonna be evil, is like I'm Lucifer, I kill you. Well, and it's, it's really that easy because, God because that has happened more than once in the show where some dude's like, I'm a big bad guy. And he's like, thump. I just, I don't like it when they try to make bad guys the good guy for no reason at all. It's called perspective. It bothers me. It's called perspective. It bothers me. Right, but you got to have an open mind for things like this. I don't have an open mind. My mind is very closed. I see that. <laughs> Can we talk about Sean Archer for a minute? I guess. So Sean Archer goes home and he walks in and we hear Jamie and Eve fighting. Eve's his wife. Jamie is his daughter, not yes. Jamie. No. And was like, you won't even hear my side. And she's like, I'm on your side. I'm just trying to, so that Sean walks in, what happened now? 
And so now Jamie turns around, and so she's blonde hair, and she's got like all this eye makeup on. And she's the nose gone full ring. goth. Mm-hmm. Not full goth. She's like quarter goth. She's gone full goth. No, full quarter goth. Quarter goth is... on her mom's side. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think her quarter goth comes so from her dad's when... side. Let's be real. Yeah. Sean enough. Archer is not making quality choices. There's that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with her on that. All right. So Sean looks at her and goes, "Oh, I see." And she goes, way to go, Dad. Don't even listen to my side of the story. He goes, I'm trying to listen to your side of the story, but you change the way you look every week. Who are you supposed to be now? She's like, it's supposed to be me. Not that you have any idea who that is. Now, I can relate because when my daughter was a young teenager, she would go to bed and we'd be friends, and she'd wake up and be mad at me for no fucking reason. I actually think <laughs> this is... I think this is a great portrayal, though. I'm supposed to be me. That, that's a great line. I, I and that's a good, anything. excellent point. Why are you mad at me? I'm trying to figure out who I am. I'm supposed to be me. Yeah, but she's having her, her brother was killed and her dad's not around. That's six years ago. Get over it. Ooh. Build a bridge and get over it. That was a joke. Okay. Look, my straw says Elaine. Keep, keep picking your margarita, dear. All right, so so now Jamie st- stomps off and Eve's like, look, I called your office to tell you I got to work tonight, but you left me on hold for 10 minutes and I can't wait that long. He's like, so I'm going to go, there's, yeah, but, mm-hmm. which I, no one blame her for that. And he's like, hey, I got him, Eve. And she's like, holy shit, you got him? He's like, it's over. I got the bad guy. Awesome. She's like, and he hugs her and says, oh, you know, I'm going to go to counseling and talk about Mike. I'll take a desk job, whatever you want. And she says, I just want you. And he says, good, because that's what you're going to get. And they have what's called a shared moment. Next day at the office, as he walks in, everyone claps. The CIA has sent over a bottle of champagne. He's like, what the fuck is this? I didn't know they catered. Yeah. He's like, well. A lot of people died because they weren't wearing bulletproof vests on that op. (laughs) He's like, this is all for you, sir. And he's like, "Um, send it back. Then he grabs it and goes, no, here's two. And he gives a long list of people that you assume are dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they couldn't be bothered to put on their vests. (laughs) Can you stop with that? All right. (laughs) This is why people think the government is full of idiots because they are and they don't like police because they make these kind of choices in movies this is not real life so inside of sean's office he opens up the case and we see his son which i paused to read it Mm -hmm. because i love doing that in movies they show a i believe it was a russian mob boss Mm -hmm. and caster troy stole i think it says he stole his private plane cut his arms off and threw him off the plane and kept five million dollars of his money. That was, I was like, wow, that's the hardcore, that's fucking gangster right there. <laughs> and you think that you. dude cares that he accidentally he killed might, Sean? He Arnold might. Have, he might. I'm just saying. Everybody's got a line, okay? Kids is his. Like if you're really an adult, because he licked Jamie's face. Well, she, she wasn't a little Papa's kid. Papa's got though. a brand new bag. But she wasn't a little kid. And okay. that, and that, and that, I think he was more trying to fuck with. Was he Sean? Yeah, he was 100% trying to fuck I mean, with Sean. I mean, he's obviously a psychopath. I mean, he's, and he's got problems. So I don't think he gives a shit about But I think he actually emails. liked Jamie. <laughs> he does, we'll get to it. But yeah, does. we'll get to his relationship I do think he likes her, yeah. but in general, I don't, um, if you look but all the people he's When you say kid, I mean, I know that's a big range, but when, you, so. but when you shoot a seven-year-old in the chest accidentally, yeah, that's, that probably hurts a little bit more than, you, sh- than you're, you, know, you stab the 17-year-old. Yeah. But did the the seven-year-old, come on. Like, that's, that's pure innocence yeah, right he there. He says he, he wouldn't lie. Well, but if he didn't want to shoot the kid, he would have just waited until he had a clear shot. 
Yeah. Not like I Sean knew he, he was did there. have a sure, clear shot. Yeah. But he knew Sean was in front of that kid. He saw him playing with his kid on a thing. Like, well, there's no way he didn't maybe know when he that went, his kid was right there. He just didn't care. Okay, well, let me sell this up for you. Because when he had a good uh-huh. sight picture mm-hmm. on Sean, mm-hmm. he squeezed the trigger, was going back, going back, mm-hmm. boom! Just then, Sean turned. Sean turned. Why? Sean was a moving target. He thought he had a great shot picture. Sean fucking turned just as he squeezed the trigger. I'm shot sorry. him in Cast the back. Troy did not care about that kid. Accidentally killed the kid. Accidentally killed the kid. How do we know? He fucking says it. He had no remorse until his own son was born. Uh-huh. And then you look at him at the fucking funeral, at the funeral of the, at the cemetery. Because he had remorse. remorse after his son was born. At the time of the killing, he had no remorse because he didn't care because yeah. his own son was not yet born. And, and I think, he had no fatherly feelings. But after his kid was born, and I think he had some remorse. And, and I think it's easier for, for, and I'm just talking out of my ass, but I think for Castor... He shot a kid, he went home, did a couple eight balls, banged a bunch of hookers and didn't think it. Yeah, a second I thought, thought maybe if there was remorse, but it was then, because he's been living yeah, with this but dude's then as family he lived with the, and he seeing how fucked up this death. Yeah, affected the family. It probably definitely. All right, we're like 45 minutes into this podcast <laughs> and this movie's like three hours long. You're going to have to stop going ahead because I know you're going to want to talk about that stuff again in detail. We've already done it twice. Where are we now? Fuck. I don't know. You're at the office. Yeah, I'm at the office. At, okay. The son's file. Just then, Spec Ops comes in and hands him a disc. What kind of disc? Zip disc. Mm-hmm. Friends, if you don't know what a zip disc is, it was. Then sure. you're, this is your yeah. first podcast. Put your phone on fucking silent. This is Audra. Hi, Audra. I'm so happy you called during the podcast. Hey, what's your favorite character on Face Off? Really? Tell me later. Also, yeah, that. I don't know. I got nothing else. So then we look at the at the zip disk and we find that there's a bomb. Mm. And he's like, shit. And just then Sean remembers that when he was talking with Castor, he says he was going to release a biblical plague that Hele deserves. It's like, fuck. But he thought he was full of shit. He's like, all right. So Sean pulls in Pollux and he's like, hey, we got to get Pollux to talk. And guess what? Pollux doesn't talk. Pollux is a weirdo. Yeah. So Spec Ops has a plan. And what they want to do is take his face. And swap it out with Castor Troy. Like you do. <laughs> so he thought Castor Troy was dead. But actually, well, Castor Troy is not dead. He's in a coma. Well, well first, he's like, they're like, look, you need to get this information. And he shakes down each of his men- people. No, no, that's later. That's after that. this scene. That's oh, when he says, yeah. I'll get the information another I'll get that. I'll get these gang to talk. That's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Because they, t- and they tell him about how they have this super secret guy. And he does all this stuff. And like he's repairing this guy's Malcolm ear. Walsh. Your friend Loomis. Yeah. Billy Loomis. Anyway, they're Malcolm. like, That's we can strange. take his face and we can put it on you. And we can change your voice so you sound like him. And then you can go undercover as him. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, Why would I Why want, would to, I do want that? to do that? So he's like, so then we cut to the interrogation scene yeah. with all the guys and like, what does that smell? Ah, he shit himself. Don't mm-hmm. let him wipe his ass. And again... And he's the worst they interrogator ever, this. by the way. <laughs> he just says some off-the-wall shit, and, and, and he's like, he's interviewing Sasha, and he's like, where's Castro Troy? He's like, I don't know. I haven't seen him in years. And he's like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm He's done. definitely no uh, Kurt Russell in Tango and Cash. Well, a little yeah. bit in this next scene, because <laughs> Dietrich comes in, and he's like, 
all right, this reeks of you. And he goes, maybe, but you have nothing on me and, or you have already charged me. And he goes, all right. And he goes, hey, Sean, has your dead son? And starts Ooh. laughing. So then, like a good police officer would, he kicks him in the chest and puts a gun to his eyeball. He takes it to the floor and pushes a gun into his <laughs> which, eyeball. Which, this is why people think cops are evil. Cause, but real cops don't do this ever. Because you know what would happen? This guy would go to federal yeah. fucking court <laughs> and he would end up in goddamn prison. Yeah. I know. Because somebody was in your custody and you put a gun to his face. To his eyeball. You're going to jail for a very long time. And they probably wouldn't let him interrogate him by himself. Also, yeah. If you can't, if, look, if you're so fucking thin-skinned as a goddamn FBI agent yeah. that when someone says, hey, how's your dead son, you put a gun to their head, All these you should have this goddamn job. All these interrogations are recorded. Yeah. Like. They have to be, otherwise, what are we doing? Oh. I'm thinking that these he would, people do have lawyers. So. But anyway, so yeah. Dietrich does say, "Hey, probably I good ones. Yeah. They're criminals, the drug dealers, on a high tier." Yeah, yeah. He says, "Hey, I heard, I heard something about the 18th, and like, great, we have a date." And they go outside, and Tito is standing there with Spec Ops lady. I didn't write down her name, and she's like, "Hey, you could be in and out. We'll swap out some that faces." That chick is in a ton of stuff. She is. Yeah. She's in a lot of stuff. She's a good working actress, and something, she's always good. Something pounds, yeah. like CJ pounds or something. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> So this time, Sean's like, all right, fuck it. And they're like, oh, hey, by the way, it's a black bag operation. You can't tell Lazaro, his boss, and you can't tell your wife. You're like, okay, great. So don't tell anybody mm. but the super secret plan. No, you're telling somebody. Yeah. Tony was like, you tell your wife. Yeah. <laughs> also, you tell your boss why you're not going to be at work for the next couple of days. Yeah. Like, hey, where are you going to be? Oh, um, I have a thing. Yeah, what thing? Although his, his boss probably wouldn't let him do this. Because his boss is trying to get a leash on him anyway. Yeah, but how do you get pr approval to do yeah, this? Yeah. Let's say that he can make the uh, approval to do this. You still have to tell your yeah. boss why you're not going to be in at work for, I don't know, a yeah. month? Two months? Three months? They're going to want to know. So, a little bit of a plot hole, but we're going to let, you know, limbo through that thing. Her name is CCH Pounder. That's the it. CCH stands for Carol Christine Hilaria? Okay. Okay. With, or Hilaria? Let, I don't know. That's a, a really cool name. She should mm -hmm. use that one. Mm -hmm. I would name my kid Hilaria. That's really pretty. Okay, well, the next time we have a kid. She's born in Ghana. Oh, okay. Nice. So, are we done with her? Well, she's pretty rad. She She's done a lot of stuff. She's a talented actress. All right, so now uh, Sean she's goes like home. She's like Bertha in RoboCop 3. <laughs> Let's not talk. Let's be talking and about Claudette RoboCop 3. The better. The shield. I mean, the only thing worth she's the RoboCop 3 is the remake. Am I right? Yeah. She was Senator Williams in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay, let's just put that down. <laughs> he stole here. my phone, so I can't look at how great CC Pounder, CCH Pounder is. No, no, you get none of these things. And, uh, right I thought she was Waller, and she is in a lot of no, cartoons. No, she's, she's not, not Waller. But in a lot of cartoons, she is. She voices Oh, Waller. yeah, yeah. And I All think right. that's why I got confused. <laughs> so he tells his wife, hey, you know, I know I told you I'd be home for a while, but hey, real quick, I got to go do this thing. Fucking lied to you. He's like, because I'm a liar. And she's like, you said you'd be here. And he's like, yeah. You know, so, like a liar. <laughs> something, not something came up. This is where you tell your wife, hey, look, they're going to blow up L.A. Yeah. Unless someone goes into the prison and finds out this information. I'm the only one that can do that. So I have to go or everybody's going to die. That's a lot to put on your wife for her to go. My wife would be like, I don't care. You're not going. I'm sorry. I have to tell you right now that you have to tell me you're changing your face. 
These are things that you have to tell me because what if the surgery goes horrifically wrong and that's your face forever? I need advanced warming. Yeah. You can't come home as the dude that killed my kid and not give me a slight bit that this might be a possibility in the future. What if I came home and was Nicolas Cage? I mean, I don't <laughs> love Nicholas like Cage that way, advance. but <laughs> I'm going to need to prepare myself I would make gone. my hair look just like it did in Gone in 60 Seconds, and I would wear the leather jacket and uh, come into low Memphis ride. Rain. Tony would wear the outfit but, he wears in this movie because he fucking loved that outfit. I did like that outfit. <laughs> that, that, that red. red on red on red <laughs> suit that he wore. I'm going to wear it's that a good look. on Tuesday. It's nice. a good nice. look. Tony said it's what he's wearing to the wedding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but look. Am I? If there's... I know a guy. You got the twin holsters? It's a suite. That'd be really cool. We can get it. Don't worry about that. Those are 1911s, no problem. Gold plate, it might be Can we not do those cufflinks, though? They're a bit too... Scorpions? (laughs) Actually, I like them. And I'm pretty sure you can get them in an Etsy store. Yeah, we will do that. I like your cufflinks a lot. I'll get them to you for a wedding present. Um... I, we're going to get Tony Cufflinks for, as oh a wedding Lord. present, and we're going to get Carly wine. Lots of wine. John, John likes Cufflinks, so I am fans of a lot of interesting Etsy shops that make Cufflinks, because there's some really cool ones out there, but John would not wear, but Tony, Tony I got you. Um, <clears throat> anyways, how about little daggers? Like fake one? Maybe. You're not going to be as much worried with the fact that I'm getting him two twin 1911s and putting it back? <laughs> Well, he told me that those wouldn't be real. Oh my god! So as a so before you, this would be harder to find than the (laughs) nine eleven. So you and Tony are in the tent pre-wedding, and you approach him with a box, and you open it, and then there's chiclets and guns, (laughs) blue pills, and medication. What are these blue pills? Just in case it's your wedding night, don't take the blue pills. Like like those blue pills are actually Tic Tacs. (laughs) Maybe they're blue. Because I don't know what those are and. Let's yeah. be honest. You don't really want pills. No. So. no. I'm good with them. At that point, I'll probably get pulled over and they'll find it. What's in this <laughs> pill bottle? Those are Tic Tacs. Yeah, sure they are. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So, day of the surgery, Tito has changed his mind. He seems a bit crazy and he's like, hey, this doesn't really work for me. And Sean's like, yeah, I'm aware. This is this is batshit crazy, but I'm going to do it anyway. Sean um, tells the doctor, hey, I've got this scar here from when Castor shot him. He goes, this is important, important to me. So, can you put this back after this whole... Excuse me, hold things over. He's like, sure, sure. We get another tank. We'll just shoot you. <laughs> no problem. And then he takes off his wedding ring and says, Tito, hold this for me. Please. 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 And he's like, I got I know, you. And I you the first And he's now. very emph- emphatic about it. Like, it's this big deal. It's like, yeah, I'll hold on to this ring for you for three days. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's your wedding ring. He's like, please, please. It's like, like, I got it. Calm Relax. down, dude. I'll put it on my keychain. I'll Which forget about it. Which wedding wing? Wedding ring? Wedding wing. Which wing? Would you give? Would you woo? Would you give to your buddies to hold? Because you have multiple. I do have a bunch. But which one is the one that would be the most important that you would Listener, give to your buddies? I to would hold? like to point the one that we got when we married. Supposedly John has a bunch, but he's not wearing one. <laughs> oh! Oh! And Elaine is. <laughs> Earlier, when we were watching this movie, I made a comment about where's your wedding ring, and I wasn't wearing mine either because I scrubbed the bathtub this morning. But I made sure to put mine back on. I went and got cold cuts. (laughs) Was there and margarita? Was there hard salami? Yes. All right. Well, then I forgive you. There was hard salami. There was the spicy buffalo chicken. There was pepperoni. I even got you some uh, uh, American cheese. Uh huh. 
Usually you, you got go there all and the it, cold cuts. Usually there's, there's something missing, but today I got everything. I don't nice. care about the spicy buffalo. That's your son. You know what I decided I'm having for dinner tonight? I'm having a sandwich. Right. And then I got you special Tony Tuscan and bread. I thought we were ordering food after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a sandwich. Eat whatever the fuck you want. There's probably enough cold cuts for everybody. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure there's turkey or ham. <laughs> Let's see if we get through this first. Yeah, we're not gonna. We might be eating Are breakfast we even tomorrow still morning. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're like at an hour and forty five minutes. All right, so we need to hurry this up. I need you guys to just because put shit on the seat the for a minute. Because you're only the first half hour of this movie. I know. Because <laughs> you know, you he hasn't even gotten his face off. <laughs> and he's There's seen... still the right characters. People, shut the fuck up. We're watching it, and I said, "Man, it took a while to get to this point." <laughs> and we're not there oh, yet. We're thinking the same thing. Is there gonna be oh any face-off in your face-off movie? God, Audrey and Ken are probably dying. <laughs> Yeah, so if you three, you would just shut the fuck up for five minutes. <laughs> Could you three just go outside for a minute and let me get through this? <laughs> All right, I'm going to time it. None of us talk for five okay. minutes. All I'll right. let you know when we're good to go. So we Ooh. cut to the to the actual face-off. Now, who would have known that all you need to do to take somebody's face off is put a little laser line around the face, and it comes right off. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about nothing else. That's the only thing holding it on. <laughs> I don't think that matters. Wow, what'd you get, about 30 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> Was it six, seven seconds? How long were you shut up for? 24. 24 <laughs> seconds of absolute silence. I was able to get a whole fucking line out before you had to open up your... Oh, I was going to say that. I'm going to take that check out. I'm going to take that check out. I'm going to take that check out. We've all been drinking. You know, we, we didn't even bring up the part where they take the face off and then cut his hair. <laughs> Dustin shit. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what's wrong? What's wrong, Caster? My face itches because there's hair in my face. Everybody knows that hair gets everywhere when you cut hair. Yeah. God, it made no sense Before at all. Before you take the face off. God, all right, so off. face transplant. Moving on. We're, we're abbreviating the way we do this That's movie now. That's fun. That's fun. So Sean wakes up, and he's like perfect fucking Caster Troy. Yeah. Like, there's no scars. Nope. There's no healing. He's fucking good as gold. He's about... 35 pounds lighter? Yeah. yeah. They said they were going to do some liposuction, a little sculpting, take those. A little rhinoplasty. At the end, when they put him back, I'm like, mm. I told John, they should just keep the pounds off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like, said, we yeah. put them back, just yeah, how just let me have that. Yeah. <laughs> put those love handles back. Like, we'll get to that. You would have done that, but in, in order for that to happen in the movie, John Travolta would have had to go on a huge diet. Yeah. I know he's not about that life. And Lord Zenu ain't letting that shit happen. <laughs> Lord Zenu. All right, so. The only problem is he still sounds like John Travolta. Yeah. Or yep. Sean. So he's like, hey, I still sound like me. Yes, I know I skipped a thing. Let it go. He's like, I still sound like me. He's like, well, I'm bored of a microchip in your larynx. And he goes, that's that scratchy thing? And he goes, yeah. So he's like, here, say this. And it says, peach. I can eat a peach for hours. Because this is and the one like, fucking line. The I got line That's we the weirdest line. <laughs> so then he does a little tinkering. He's it like, okay, okay. Because she that woman was wearing a wire. And that's what he said. Yeah, and I'm sure that's the only thing they've ever had Caster Troy record fucking yes. saying. It's because it's the only thing he says. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the Joker and that uh, Have You Ever Danced with the Devil by the Pound and Light. He says it's all. I thought you were going to say Why So Serious. That's a different Joker. Yeah. No, but see, look at where I go. I went to my favorite Joker. Or Oh, my favorite Joker is Jared Leto when he says, Honka, honka. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have to do the face. Wow. <laughs> 
You know I actually do love the Jared Leto oh Joker. I'm the one. I enjoy the Jared Leto. I don't really like to see him do. I don't hate it. I used to. I hated it like the first Can time we I saw it. Fucking but then I, after a while, I, I really enjoy it. Like he got one scene of actually being Joker. Like one actual scene of yeah. being Joker. And like, yeah, he's terrible. Like, can we give him a shot? People just, they don't. They don't I, like I thought change. the uh, Joaquin Phoenix was overrated. I said it. And fuck you if you don't agree. I don't like that movie at all. It's, it's I not. Like the I movie. like the movie just fine. I just think he's overrated. I like the movie, but I liked it more if he wasn't Joker. Yeah, because it, at the it, end when he puts the gun to his face. Well, sorry, you haven't seen it, Carly. But he puts yeah, the gun to his it face, for you, Carly. And I don't and, care. And it's a minute where you're like, is he gonna kill himself? No, he's not gonna kill himself. It's a fucking Joker movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But if we didn't know, I'll be like, ooh, this is. So tense. they wanted the name recognition of being Joker. Yeah. But it really has nothing to do with no. the character Joker. It's just a dude. That's the thing. Some movies would just be more interesting if they weren't trying to tie it to an existing IP, like Angelina Jolie's Maleficent movie. Just saying. Also, talking about that earlier too. All right, no, also, what you need to know about this is if you sneeze really hard or get hit in the throat, you could dislodge that microchip, so be careful. Yeah. Our five minutes are up. We can talk again. Yep. <laughs> you, woo, that was like, that was rough. <laughs> All right. So we head to the prison. <sighs> the Supermax prison <laughs> with Supermax magnetic prison. boots. <laughs> and at this prison, Castor's wearing boots, and they say the Geneva Convention is void here. Right. What? <laughs> this is the prison that Armistice they International use. doesn't know we exist. I'm like, what movie well, is this? What the fuck? This is the prison that they use, um, the cryo prison. This becomes the cryo prison Demolition from Man. Demolition Man, <laughs> well, obviously. They do a bunch of things that are fucking illegal yeah, here. Yeah. Like, um, they goes, Aren't they just making all these guys like beast as fuck carrying yeah. around these metal boots all the time? You would have, <laughs> like, you would have some fucking yeah, they legs. They some legs. You take those things off and like, holy yeah, fuck. I mean, like three dude. years, you'd be fucking Shawn Michael kicking motherfuckers. Yeah. Across the room, <laughs> just so. think of how high you would jump in a... In basketball, yeah. if you got out of this prison, yeah. you could Wesley Snipes wreck some shop on the basketball I think, court. I think part of it, you know, not to fill any plot holes in this movie, but I think part of it is none of these people are supposed to get out. Of like this is not. the worst of the worst of the yeah. worst. So like you're not going anywhere. Like this is the uh, you know they, they put him in a hole and threw away the hole. Yeah, exactly. These are the suicides under squad. the jail. Yeah, they took the they took the oil tanker that they used well, in Armageddon. And turn it into a fucking prison. Yeah. yeah. It's out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. It is. All right, so Castor's put in a general population, and he's greeted by who? Mickey Mantle. And he talks <laughs> to him a little bit. He's like, because he walks right by him. He's like, hey, you don't like remember the me? in double team. Right. Tony <laughs> goes, do you know who that is? I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? It's Thomas Jane. The Punisher. It's the Punisher. And he's like, hey, you don't With have time for hairs. the little people? And he sees his brother Pollux across, and he's trying to get to Pollux. But meanwhile, you know, Mickey Mantle's bugging him, and just then, Bob attacks him. <laughs> Bob fucking attacks him. He's like, what the fuck? So then now there's a fight. And at first he's like, oh, shit, I'm getting beat up. And then it hits him. I'm Castor Troy. So then he, mm -hmm. he looks at his brother. Everybody is watching me. Yeah. And he looks really at his brother, and he's got, like, his face like, holy shit, this is going on. And then he makes, like, a crazy face. And he's like, aha! And he starts fucking up Bob. Starts hitting Bob with trays. Why they have metal trays in his supermax prison? I don't fucking know. So everything's magnetic. If they turn the button, then their trays are stuck to the table. Uh huh. So then, so he's beating the bejesus out of Bob, and he's like, "I'm Caster Troy." Woo! No plastic. It's in California. They want to recycle. Good point. And he's getting ready to kill Bob, but he doesn't kill Bob, and he's like, "Ah!" And then the guard comes over and locks everybody down, like, and now we can't move. Your feet can't move. You're like in cement. Yeah. And they zap the him rest of you can fucking move, though. And he's like, hey, you don't stop the fights here. I do. All right. And Bob got his ass kicked. Looked like he forgot to eat his home run eggs in this morning. Anyway. And he says, when I get out of here, I'm going to have you fired. 
<laughs> the guard is like, what? I'm not getting out of <laughs> the here. The head guard, John Carroll Lynch, who's in everything and is awesome all the time. He is in a lot of things. All right, so we cut the caster. Who wakes up now, like the actual caster, not Sean Caster. This is Caster Caster. So for the rest of the movie, Sean is the guy who is Sean. Caster is the guy who is Caster, not what they that. look like. So now at this point, Nicolas Cage becomes Sean. John Travolta becomes Caster. Right. Otherwise, it's going to get real fucking confusing. Yes. Because I started to write it the other way. I know. Like, you know what? layers of layers of layers. Nah. Yeah. So now the actual caster wakes up like you do, and he's like, oh, and his face is wrapped up in gauze. And he yeah. takes it off. And he's in this? Hospital alone, alone, yeah. not not held down. Boy, yeah. did they really think he was a turnip? Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's what they said earlier. Yeah, I skipped over that. But there's no you guys nurse. Up. There's no handcuffs. There's yeah, no fucking nothing, the and there is nobody in this building. Now I gotta imagine. You ever wake up and you're like you're in a little bit of pain? Well, this is way more than that because your fucking face is missing. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't even seem to put some kind of... Protection or nothing. They wrapped it up in gauze. Silicone. No, they wrapped it in gauze. Something. Because fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, much. Because he was going to get the death Shouldn't penalty anyway. Shouldn't his face so... be like a giant scab at this point? No. Yeah, I mean, they, he has no skin. They wrapped it in gauze, so they kept it fresh. They put Neosporin on there. I, I mean... <laughs> so they, I don't think they really worried about what they did to him. So they, he Which picks is up, terrible. How so he makes thinking? a phone call. He calls oh. a buddy and he's like... Hey, it's me. He's like, no way. He's like, no, believe it. Hey, look, some shit has happened. Just get down here. He's like, some shit has gone awry. He's like, we're going to deal with it. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So we cut the caster's goons, bringing in um, Dr. Walsh. And Dr. Walsh was like, hey. And at this point, he's high as fucking, you know, draft nostrils. And he's like, I hit your groovy painkillers. Hope you don't mind. And he's smoking a fucking cigarette with no face. Mm -hmm. No lips. Without a face, no lips. He's smoking a fucking cigarette. This is not sanitary. <laughs> and then he says my my next favorite line where he's like what do you want from me and he goes take one goddamn guess yes obviously i want a face yeah. i mean i'll take specifically right next to me my face i'll take but your face yeah. any fucking face will do at this point because i got none yeah <laughs> all right so we got the sean in prison it actually makes me think of the joker in batman 89 as well when he's got the plastic oh, yeah, yeah, surgeon yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what i had to work with I always felt bad for that poor surgeon because he's yeah. like, see what that you know got killed. Here. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, you know show, who but, I don't feel yeah, bad that, for? Well, this fucking he's surgeon. A joke. I watched the thing because, you know, why not? Let's go on a tangent about how Jack Nicholson's Joker was the worst Joker. Like, he had killed people for just because. Oh, the worst that way. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he did just randomly kill Like, people. he was going to kill most of Gotham. The scariest because. Joker. Like, every other Joker kills with, with a purpose. Except for that Joker. He was just like, no, fuck it. Let's just kill people. Yeah. So he was the most Joker of the Jokers. Well, Leto killed people randomly, too. No, he killed them for a purpose. Well, he killed... He killed... Uh, what's his name? Common. Yeah. But he made him disrespect him so he can kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but he funny. killed a person. A person he knew. He didn't kill... Oh, I see what you mean. Everybody. He didn't just indiscriminately kill. Okay. Yeah. He didn't kill his number one Bob. Like, clearly mm -hmm. Common was a bad guy. And he yeah, killed him. Yeah. So... Alright, so now Sean's in prison and he's making his way. Which Mickey Mantle. Because Common was a pretty good actor. Common is a great actor. I really liked him in John Wick too. I actually like Common too. He's, he's one of the few. I people. love a rapper turned actor, and he's right up there with Most Def as most definitely awesome. <laughs> What's most awesome is that you missed your face with that straw a minute ago. <laughs> I know it's so big. <laughs> When I was looking for That's a movie to pick for your birthday, Elaine, I actually thought about just finding one that had a lot of rappers turned <laughs> actors in it. <laughs> Alright, so Mickey Mantle is talking to Pollux, and uh -huh. Sean approaches Caster, and they kick Mickey Mantle away, like, hey, fuck off. 
And Pollux is like, hey, what are you doing here? Would you have surgery or something? He goes to poke his face. He goes, fuck, you're so goddamn paranoid. He goes, you're giving your medication? He goes, what was my medication? He goes, come on. Which is, which, what is this? I spoon fed you those for years. Vivex. I would never remember, forget that. But why is he... Grilling him? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just so they can, I don't know. Because they got a code word. Like, John and I have a code word. Just in Do case... Do you use it all the time? If he starts acting a little weird, then I'm like, what's the code word? Well, and he I, has to tell me. I would make fun of that, but me and Will have that, too. <laughs> me and Tony do you not. And Will have a code word. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we've watched so many movies, like horror movies, where there's doppelgangers uh-huh. that can take you somewhere and kill you. So okay. We, so we have... So he's over here like, I really want to talk shit, but I did it first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just think it's funny that your code word is with Will and not with Carly, who will soon be your wife. Well, I'm gonna call you later. We're gonna work this code thing out because I feel well, like I have. Do you need a backup code yeah, word? Yeah, I want to. I want a backup independent third party for a code word. And Will, you're my guy. Me and Will have more of a chance. What's funny monsters. is that Will, he's not gonna. If you wait to call him till after this releases, then Will is gonna be like going through lists. He's gonna. You're gonna call me. He's gonna be like, I got the perfect code word, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought about it. I got the word. He's probably just going to use the same one he uses with me. No, it's got to be a different word. Is it word. dog trash? Why? Because if it's the I same word, it. then what if I happen to know your word and then the third party guy finds out the word? It's got to be an independent word. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and but... You just find that out anyway. But only Will would know that it's the same code word. Right. So that's how you know if it's the real Will. We can't talk about it. We can't know each other's words. Oh, word. we can't know each other's words? But word? Will can know both of our words. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, now, there's a Will lot of Will gets double ganged and kills both of us, then, then we're, we're fucked. fucked. Yeah. Okay. We have to take switch faces. All right. So, all right. Now, we learn. He's like, "Hey, my whole memories are gone, man." He's like, "Shock treatments? Yeah." yeah. It's like I can't even tell you why that Yeti jumped me. He goes, "Well, the day that he was sent here, you had a sex sandwich with his wife and his sister." Like, what kind of evil bitch has a fucking three-way with some dude the day your husband goes to jail with his sister? Maybe I really don't like that dude. Clearly. And maybe I really wish I was married to his sister. Clearly, she's got issues. But I'm like, what kind of evil bitch does that? Maybe I was really high. That's that checks out. <laughs> I mean, that, well, not me personally. No, but, but this, no, no, not, yeah. not you. But I mean, because I've Troy, never been actually high. So, Pastor Troy has lots of drugs around him all the time. So, yeah, that, anyway, checks, that checks out. Not Elaine getting high. So Sean tells Pollux that the bomb he made is a work of art. It belongs in the leaves. He goes, yeah, well, the downtown L.A. Convention Center will have to do. And he's like, ha ha, you dumb bastard. And he walks away and Pollux is like, what? Because he says, like, you're so pathetic. And it's like, okay, well, I know that you're planning to get out of here in a few days, but. (laughs) Well, no, it's actually the next scene. So the next scene is like, hey, Sean, you have a visitor. And he's in this thing like, ha ha. He's like doing a little happy dance. And all of a sudden, this giant fucking door opens. And who's there? John Cheval, I mean, um, Castro Troy reading a newspaper. Oh, shit. And all of a sudden, you can see the panic setting in to Nick- Nicholas Cage. I got to give him credit as an actor because he's selling he's great. the oh, yeah. fucking panic right now. He's like, uh. When Nicholas Cage wants to act, he is phenomenal. Like, he's when on he, in this When movie. he does the I'm Caster Troy, and he's going, I'm Caster Troy, and he's going crazy. And then he breaks down and starts crying yeah. and then shakes, shakes it off because people are watching. I was like, that's really fucking good, man. Like, yeah, when he wants to, he why isn't he acting? Like, let this motherfucker I mean, act. He did, he did win an Academy Award. I mean, is he Republican or something? What's his problem? (laughs) Well, he has to keep working. Yeah, I know, but he could do, like, one Marvel movie, like, a good one, and make all this money. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is out. They need somebody to fill that void. (laughs) (laughs) No no one's counting that. (laughs) Nobody's counting that. I mean, they could bring him in as the Ghost Rider. It would be really fucking funny. They could work that in. Look what happened in Thor 3. 
They really turned that character around. Also, you know the guy, um, Vincent D'Onofrio? He's mm-hmm. going to be yeah, in something as... The Kingpin? Uh, Kingpin. I was yeah. like, oh, badass. I really liked him as yeah. Kingpin. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, which I was not excited about a Hawkeye so TV show because it's fucking Hawkeye. He was amazing Hawkeye. as Kingpin. Right? But it's still, it's Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to rush out to see that. No. That's <laughs> because Vincent D'Onofrio is pretty was, amazing in everything. And everything so except for Mystic Pizza. He was pretty amazing in that, too. Uh-huh. Jurassic World. He's All pretty right. amazing in that, too. <clears throat> so. He's the best. He's pretty much one of the best things. So now Sean freaks out because he realizes that, wait a minute. He's like, Troy? And he goes, now that's between us. Don't tell me. He goes, hey, read the news lately? And you see that Dr. Walsh has been killed. And so is Tito. And everybody who knew anything about it. burned down. They burned the entire place to the ground. Like, no one knows this is in. Which he goes, is like, dumb because doesn't he want to go back? No. Eventually. No, he doesn't. I think he does. No, he talks to his brother and, ta- and mentions I, it. I think he wants to ride it for a while, but I think he wants to go back eventually. Mm. I don't think he does. But anyway, we'll go. With, so he's like, hey, it looks I like you're going to be in here. I think he his face, though. He says, but I think, think he he's does, confident he enough that he can find another surgeon that can give him his face back at some point. Which so is amazing. He's mm. got a lot of money. He, he says, looks like you're going to be in here for the next hundred years. Yeah. You're not and that. then he holds his hand up in front of him and goes, see anything you like? And yeah. it's like... Oh, and he's got his wedding ring on, and he goes, Tito. Because now his fucking friend is dead. Burning to yeah. death. If only he'd given his wife a code word. Mm. Like butterscotch. That's not our word. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> he's like, the doppelgangers listening. Yeah. And he goes, well, I gotta go. I have a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. Oh, wow. that hurt. And so Sean goes, fuck this, and grabs him by the <laughs> neck, and is like, Die! <laughs> Please, God, die. And I saw the behind the scenes on that scene, remember? Mm-hmm. And he's choking John Travolta, and he lets him go, and John Travolta stumbles away, and Nicholas Cage is like, you all right? And he's laughing his ass off. He goes, that was awesome. He's like, was that too hard? He's like, no. no. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious and awesome that he just did that. Die. <laughs> all right, so anyways, you can imagine, the guards zap the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry. He's like, clearly had a traumatic childhood. traumatic childhood. I feel like you should already sound like John Travolta again yeah. because you got into a fight. <laughs> you got said, in they shot. said a violent sneeze yes. could dislodge yeah. I just kept waiting for it to happen. Anyways, has anybody experienced a non-violent sneeze? Let's be real here. Your daughter. Oh, yeah. Gwen sneezes like a mouse. <laughs> she literally goes, cute. <laughs> But if you hear her cough, she sounds like a 90-year-old woman with emphysema. It's a wow. real weird. It's real weird. She's a conundrum, that kid. Mm. I love anyway, her, though. So Hi, Cast- Glenn, if you're listening. Yeah, so now Sean, Caster Sean, is heading to Sean's Caster. house. <laughs> heading to Sean's house. And he's driving by, and he drives right past this fucking house. And yeah. Eve's t- and Eve, it's fucking, it's what these friends call amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she's standing outside watching him drive by. And he's like, like oh, shit. Um, He's like, all right, then, backs up, and then he rolls out the window, pulls his sunglasses, like, down the edge of his nose and, like, looks at her. And she's like, what the fuck? And she, she said, would, like, I any wife it would... it was only a matter of time before you forgot where we lived. <laughs> so try to like that. She's got this down. Passive, aggressive, great. Also, if this was my marriage, John would just say, keeping it technical. And I'd be like, okay. Passed the house three, four times. Oh, yeah. So I do shit like that. Why are you going the long way? I gotta keep it tactical, honey. You never know who's following us. So sometimes you just have to go a funny way to get home. (laughs) He says, "When you play the jazz triangle, you gotta keep it tactical." It's a tactical job. 
Fans uh, get really crazy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Groupies. So then he, he gets out of the car and he goes, well, come on, give me a break. Every house on the street looks the same. Then I saw you. And he taps on the shoulder and he goes behind her. Eve, my one and only. And it's a little creepy. A little. Your, I mean, but you think about but it. she's it's, into it's, it. It's his wife and she starts smiling because she was bad. But now she's kind of into it because it's like, where are you going? She's like, That's I have to go to work. He doesn't talk to me like this normally. He's being weird and flirty. And sweet. But and he's like, oh. Sometimes when he you're a man is weird and flirty. But he says, fun. my peach. Hello. Gross. No, no. He can eat a peach for hours if you weren't aware of this information. Don't call me your peach ever. For hours? Now yeah. you're going to do it randomly and I'm going to be grossed out. In the Pennywise voice. <laughs> oh, Ooh, God. Put them together. Ah, will that's they, not okay. Will they cancel that's each other okay. out? Will they cancel each other out because it's Pennywise no. peach? No. <laughs> I'm not going to. I was going to do it. I can't wow. do it. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> for hours. Gross. <sighs> All right. So anyway. So Enjoy then she's your like, celibacy. She's like, hey, <laughs> I got to go. And he's like, oh, Eve, I hate to see you leave, but love to watch you go. And after this movie came out, I started using that line on yes. every fucking body. He I think everybody did because yeah. it's a boss-ass line. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so Sean goes in the house. He starts snooping around. He finds Eve's diary, and they find out that they haven't made love for two months. And he goes, what a loser. loser. That just Who's then we... wife keep... What grown-ass woman keeps a diary? Let's see. Curly, do you keep a diary? <laughs> so yesterday, Tony, Tony re- hour do you keep a diary? I've never been able to keep, I keep a diary a lot of notes or a journal. Like, but yesterday, Tony went to a, a writer's writer. um, thing. Yep, thing. With his and he brought books. home what is it called? Wishes and dreams. A little journal book. He's like, I won the door prize again, so I got you a wishes and dreams book. Keep notes of stories. Though, and I was like. <laughs> That's not the same thing. I'm but, not going to no use that. Like story notes for my birthday this year. Like my mom bought me it's one like of work. those yeah. handmade paper notebooks. Really cool. Probably will keep track of makeup project pans in it. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like I'm keeping a journal. No, I've never been able to keep. Just then, we hear Papa's got a brand new bag by James, which is true. And it's a little. He's like, "Oh, what is this?" He opens the door and finds his daughter with quotation marks, Jamie. Me, Christineth. Christineth, standing there in her underwear on the phone with Carl. It's like, I got your email. It was really kinky, and you're like, oh, this is when email was new. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck okay. your straw. They might have been IMing. But, yeah, they, oh, they, my God. So, like, <laughs> she, she had to dial up to get yeah. this email. Do you think she had AOL? Oh, wow. <laughs> she had to put the disc in. Uh, I mean, this was like, so when you think of when this came out, it was like, I got your email. It was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... No, that's pterodactyls. Can you not? Yeah, that was Jurassic World. So then he comes in and he says, the plot thickens. And she looks at him and says, you're not respecting my boundaries, and tries to shut the door, and he kicks it open. She's in her underwear. Yeah. That is not respecting I've never walked boundaries. into my daughter in underwear, thank God, because I think I'd run away and scream. <laughs> when Cross walks around in his underpants, I do ask him to please put on pants. <laughs> yeah. She can handle a lot better than I would. I think I'd be like, ah! <laughs> She's in her underwear. What is wrong with you? I've but seen anyway. both my kids in their underpants, and I would prefer that everybody wears pants until Cross goes to the Navy. <laughs> All right. So then he says, hey. And she's like, get out. And he's like, I'm not leaving Janie. And she goes, who's Janie? He goes, I don't think you heard me, Jamie. And the reason he notices is because he looks over and sees a pillow with the name Jamie on it. Thank fucking God for that. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be like, you know your name? You know, people like to have things with their name no, on No, wait a minute. Shh. It's, <laughs> no, here, look. it's fun. Hush your face for a minute. Hush your face. I want to get this out. 
So then he walk, he had, he looks at this girl who's in her underwear now. Says, yeah. "You have something I crave," and is invading her personal space. So he's like creepy. squared up with her and reaches around her, and grabs some cigarettes. Uh. Yeah. John Travolta is actually great. Yeah, he's yes. so creepy and menacing. He's doing a really good he job. He did a very good job. And she job. goes, "Those are Clarissa." She left him here, and he goes, "I won't tell my." I mean, people. you were just smoking <laughs> one. one up. Thirty seconds ago, I can smell it. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> why do people who smoke think that other people can't smell? <laughs> I was never that naive when I was a smoker. And then he looks at her and goes, "Papa's got a brand new bag." Our son oh, thinks no, no, he no, no, does. No. I we don't know when he vapes in the house. But it smells like cotton candy, people. My house now, doesn't smell like cotton candy. Say, it smells like wet dog. It wasn't until I was older that I realized how much people could smell it when we got high when I was in high school. Because holy shit, do I smell when people are getting the high dirt three weed. blocks over. Uh, <laughs> Driving on the interstate, yeah. The only good thing about... Well, oh, here we go. Here's the best part about legalization of weed is that hopefully these people will be able to buy better So then Sean learns that because so he's in like a hole and he learns that Pollux has cut a deal and, and Pollux is getting released and Sean then looks at the camera and realizes that he's fucked. So now we cut to Pollux who's now with the FBI and he's singing and he's eating and Castor all of a sudden is getting yelled at by Sean's boss. I know it's a little confusing. Write this down. Officer Lassard. Lazaro. But He's, that was a funny joke. <laughs> it was. Commandant Lazaro. It's Commandant. It was still funny. It's still not funny because it's Commandant oh. Lazaro. my feelings. She's right. It is Officer Lazaro because his nephew becomes a cop in like episode six. Well, doesn't he also get busted down? Was that back? Citizens on Patrol? No, Citizens on Patrol was four. Miami okay. Beach? That was five. No. no, that's where they go to Russia is six. No, that's seven. Oh my god. <laughs> City Under Siege is six. Oh, City Under Siege. What about Citizens on Patrol? That's four. God, where were you a minute ago? Their first assignment was? Two. two. Uh-huh. And back What's to the, three? Back, back to the academy. Yeah. I know way too much about Police Academy. <laughs> Carly's fucking lost. She's like, Police Academy. That's a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we did it on the podcast. We did not do Police Academy on the podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Wow! It had that dude who could do all the voices. Remember, we did Steve. Oh my god! See, every once in a while, we'll be talking about. um, Oh my god! Now I forgot what the movie was called. The the first movie he ever picked. The one, the The last last dragon. dragon. And he'll be like, and he'll be like, we should do this on the podcast. I'm like, it's episode two. You know what we should do on the podcast? Harley Davidson and the Marvel. Oh my god! No, got it in, Audrey. That was for you. I got it in. Oh. See how right. she loves you, Audra. That's right. I love you. Favorite sister-in-law ever. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you just hurt Emily's feelings I'm so sorry, much. Emily. I don't think I've ever actually met her. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> so she can't get on the fucking list. She's elusive. Uh-huh. An enigma. Elusive. No, actually, I have met her before. But it has been many, many moons. So she's clearly on She's like the same height as your son. Okay, wow. great. Wow. She's Really tall, mm-hmm. <laughs> statuesque, right. and very pretty. So Sean's boss is yelling at, at Sean at Castor about, "Hey, you know, this is very unorthodox." And, and Castor's like, "Hey, don't like your Gestapo when, tactics." When all else fails, fresh tactics. This Academy was episode ninety-three. Thank you. <laughs> in case anybody wants to listen to it, <laughs> they should. It's great. I think I should. Well, <laughs> I might like it. I'll laugh at all my jokes. <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast. I'll laugh at my jokes, and I think I'm funny. Well, we've done like. 
fucking 800 episodes. It always kills me. Or 220-something. It always kills me how many fucking episodes We don't know what episode done. number this is. The other thing that's weird is I listen to so many podcasts and that have been on way longer and have not done anywhere near as many episodes as we are. Because and I'm like, we do weekly. But they do too. And we don't take a summer break or a that's what it is. seasonal break. It's like the We Hate Movies guys do that summer thing. Yeah. Yeah. That we, never, we, we never do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's because we don't keep our episodes in order to re-upload Is that this episode or is that last episode? This is 226. This is 226. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> this episode is going to be a two-parter because people won't shut the fuck up. How <laughs> long have we been recording at this point? Please tell me. Probably like an hour and a half. I want to know the actual Time. One hour, 22 minutes. All right, wow. Stop talking. Please shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> we're still crack, scratching the surface on this goddamn we're 45 movie. 45 minutes in this movie. <laughs> it's a two and a half hour movie almost. I know. <laughs> so I was going to go to the store and I'm like, just so you know, this movie takes two hours shut and up, 18 Jesse. minutes. <laughs> <sighs> so Castor tells Pollux that he needs to start snitching and make him look good. And the first thing he wants to do is have him snitch to the location of the bomb. So now we cut to the convention center. And the bomb squad has no luck defusing the bomb. They're like, hey, we got nothing. Like, you're the fucking bomb squad. You got nothing. It's like, what's its galore? Yeah. (laughs) The flux capacitors cross with the who's and we can't figure it out. And he's like, they need that dude from speed. The other thing about this scene, if you get a chance, is watch it. There's people walking around outside. Tony goes, why are they evacuating? What are these people people doing? (laughs) It's going to take out like two city blocks dead and then spread to the rest of the city i'm like there's still people all over the fucking place not to mention the bomb squad's working on this bomb and they have two minutes left i'm like look they don't guys, want to cause a panic then they need to get the fuck out of dodge because you know everyone's sh- gonna die they should have called Riggs. he'd cut the red wire exactly you want to know how you evacuate a building during a bomb incident you go see our ex our episode on die hard with the vengeance <laughs> you just say there's a fire <laughs> anyway so, oh, of course we could. Of course we just reset You've the lost whole thing. your place. I lost my place because you so guys So he won't tells the bomb squad guys to leave. He's like, look, just get out of here. And then he disarms the bomb with and two seconds leave. left. And then the news the says he did it with one second left. And I was like, I thought that thing said two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Carly. And Tony goes, fact-checked Carly. Tony goes, well, they had to make it sound the most impressive. <laughs> He's time man, time's man of the year. Two seconds is still impressive. So we cut to Sean, who's <laughs> hamming it up for the reporters. And we see... Sean watching Caster as Sean hamming it up. Yeah. And he's like, is there anything you'd like to say to the bad guys? And he grabs the bomb, which, of course, they'd let you walk around with. Tony goes, oh, yeah, they'd let him handle that. And he goes, interception. No, that's not got the ball. Sorry. (laughs) Of course they would because he's the only man who can disarm it. I mean. He now gets to take it home for a souvenir. (laughs) (laughs) Put on his mantle. He can fly the helicopter. (laughs) He does it all. This guy's a jack of all trades. I mean, All right, come on. Yeah, so we cut to Sean walking into the office, a including driving a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get another. We'll we, get to that. <laughs> we get another chance, but now Castro walks into the office as Sean, and everybody starts applauding. Remember last time he was like, "No, fuck this shit." But now he's hamming it up. He's like bowing to them, and he's like, "Hey, he's I want to apologize to all that. of you for being an asshole <laughs> all those for all those years." That hit me in the boob. You're welcome. <laughs> he says for being such a bore, and just then his his secretary says, "Hey." The president is on line one. Oh, and your wife is on line two. And he goes, tell the president to hold. Oh, snap. Like, I would and do that. And go, this is really Papa's weird. got a brand new I would do that, too. <laughs> Joe Biden and my wife call. I'm answering the phone to my wife. You know why? He's like, oh, it's the president. Be like, yeah, but she's going to bitch me if I don't take this call. So I better Because <laughs> you pick up the oh, phone man. and you say, oh, I got to, please, you got to hold up. Joe Biden's on line two. And I'll be like, all right. And, oh. Make sure you tell him I said fuck off. <laughs> I'd be like, and he said, you know, the guy in the thing, you know, with my legs. The kids like to rub them. But anyway. What? 
What? He actually said the kids like to rub his legs. I don't know. It's weird. That's because he's a pedophile. Nah, he's Maybe. Good. Maybe. <laughs> Alright, so what happens next? Alright, so we cut the date Allegedly. night. Allegedly. Oh shit, we're all getting fucked up. We're done now. <laughs> Alexa so we, just picked that up. We're about to be raided by the uh, FBI. Nah, they don't like him either. Alright, so we cut to date night. We were, uh, he's telling his wife about the date and he's, like, and he's like, hey, I was on the phone with the president. And he's like, well, hey, what do you need to do? And he's like, I need the authority and the resources to attack terrorism. And he goes, fine. The next call I'm making is to Lazaro. And I'm letting him know that Sean Archer writes his own ticket. And she's like, I thought you said you were going to start taking like yeah. a desk job. Yeah, and she's like, I mean, this is gonna all nice and everything. More. But you're just telling me that you told me a lot of lies yeah. for the last six years. <laughs> Clearly, you were trying to butter me up to tell me that you're not really taking a desk job like you promised three days ago. And then she's like, well, the only place that I'm going right now is the bed with you. Then they do what the kids call smashing. Ah, not the hibbity. I thought it was the hibbity. Elaine told me it's called smashing. Okay. But. Which seems really violent. Is cheating? I mean. Is she cheating on her husband? All right. Tony watched. Now a tangent I can get behind. that YouTube show that you watch where they do the pitch meetings? Pitch meeting. Okay. I don't know. It's called pitch meeting. So we watched the pitch meeting for this movie, and at this point, the dude goes, and she doesn't notice that it's like different than it's ever been. (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, I would know. Different, and things are different. (laughs) They didn't do dick off. Yeah, presumably they didn't change their equipment. <laughs> but I guarantee you, I would know. I would notice. I would know. <laughs> I feel like I would notice too. I would know. You could take everything and put all the same tattoos and put it on everything and make everything look the same. I would know. I feel like I would, I would know, and I would know immediately. Now, <laughs> there is no drills, way. They don't have a lot of sex. That's true. First of all, first of all John looked it up. What is it? Two inches of high difference? Yeah. I would John's notice. John's both a six two. Because Nicholas Cage is six foot, and they're ten years apart. John and I. Two inches, you'd notice. Yeah. If you don't know, podcast listener, I am an inch. I'm like an inch and a half taller. She's than She's like John. six inches taller than me. <laughs> but if, we, she, if she's wearing shoes, when I'm not. Well, she's six when when I no, if she's wearing one, shoes and I'm not, I gotta look up at her. <laughs> but if he's like, in my bare, neck hurts. Hold on. This is an actual thing. If I get he's up on the stairs. And I'm in shoes. We always notice the height difference. It's oh, kind of shit. one of those things. Like we always notice when our heights get much bigger. Okay. Two inches. Two inches taller than me. Okay. Two inches is a big difference, yeah. okay? That's what we said. would fucking know. Second of all, there's no way they made those peen twos exactly the same. They didn't! They and didn't touch I their peen twos. would <laughs> notice. <laughs> and I don't want that now, job. Like, what are you doing? I'm the dick measurer. Also, Hold on. I'm Maybe so, also, a chance I'm face to face with so that much. a lot. You <laughs> <laughs> He's, You've been married a be long like, time. Wait a minute, this is a problem. He's a grower, not a shower. He's a shower, not a grower. We got a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's that. Also, been one married be, a long time. One be circumcised. One we know how to get it done. Yeah. yeah. You get in, you, you get out. The yeah. Yeah. The best. Goes, he doesn't know the combination to my safe. Well, that is, and there's no way Archer and Troy have sex the same way. No, <laughs> no way. Not. No way. No. There's no girl in this movie that Troy met that he hadn't banged out. 
Because yeah. even the girls at the party and the wife and all these I other girls were like, your favorite, favorite We're yeah. never going to get to that. I know, I know, I know. Because if we're two hours into this already. If he started all of a sudden doing a different thing or liking a different thing, like, I'd be like, oh my God, get me out of here. Where did that come what from? What is our code word? <laughs> oh my God. It's This podcast is really long. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> so we cut the show on now. Who's with this Mickey? Is why I don't pick movies I really love. Who's with Mickey? And he's like, hey, how do you get out of prison? He's like, you can't. He goes, all right, when do they take the boots off? He says, they never take the boots off unless they shock you. It's like, all right, so when do they shock you? When you do something really fucking stupid. So walks up the guard and says, hey, I'm out of cigarettes. And he's like, so? Get in line, convict. So then he hits him and steals the guard's cigarette. That's how you know this is the 90s because the guards are smoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he grabs a cigarette and he's like, I need a light. Anybody got a light? Causes they, a prison riot. Yeah. And they carry him off. So now we cut to the, the, the brain frying thing. Yeah. And we see that Bob is there. Hey, Bob. He's been shocked. And Bob's been shocked. And they throw Bob on the ground. They don't check on him. They just take him off the he's electric chair. and throwing up on himself. And, and they throw him on the ground. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and they strap Castro to this thing. And he's like, hey, I need a light. <laughs> and like, sure. And the, the zappy guy, I don't know what his yeah. title is, says, oh, happy day. It's Castro Troy. And he lights a cigarette. And he starts talking to Bob. He's like, Bob. But he says his name in the movie. Yeah. He's like, I didn't have sex with your wife. She loves you. And she's waiting for you. I also didn't have sex with your sister, by the way. But so let's get out of here. And all the guards are standing around. They start laughing like this is not something they're actually going to do. Nope, you wait. No, no, you put your hand down because you have nothing to say. <laughs> so then as they're strapping Cash Brown to the, to the chair, he burns the guy with the cigarette. Yeah. And Bob attacks the guy from the other guard from behind and they start fighting. Yeah, start handling everyone. Yeah. So this is the prison break scene. We're just going to call it the escape scene. There's gunfire, lots of gunfire. There's sparks flying everywhere. Um, in the process, Sean gets stranded on the roof. Bob dies. They're in like a, an oil rig in the middle of the ocean. A helicopter comes out of fucking nowhere, starts shooting at Sean. He's wearing little booties because he had little booties on. They catch fire, kicks him off, jumps off the fucking thing, and he's in the water. Escape scene over. Yay. And then he's presumed dead. Yeah, they're probably maybe 10 to 12 miles <sighs> offshore because you can see the shore. <laughs> I had to do the hand thing. No, you don't. All right, so now <laughs> we cut the caster. And caster's leaving. And he's like, hey, where are you going? This is the next morning now after yeah. they do the hibbity dibbity. And he says, Oh, I'm sorry, honey. He gives that her a kiss. That might have been the hunk of chunk of. Mm. Right. Definitely some smash. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, Oh, I'm sorry. Have a nice day. And he kisses her and he goes, Hey, where are you going? No, is this your way not dealing with this? And he's like, Confused? Yeah. And then he goes to leave. She goes, Sean, I don't want to have to deal with this either, but we have to go. And he's like, All right. So they go to the cemetery because it's their dead son's birthday. So they clean up the tombstone, put the toys on there, and you look at Castor's face. He has what's called remorse. Because at this point, he has a kid of his own. He, he doesn't know that. He does. I'm going to need more margarita. This is, everybody has their own theory. All right. I believe it's because he lived in his shoes. There you go. All right, so, and and Eve is all upset, and Sean is not there. Caster's there, but he's upset as well, and he has this look like he feels bad about it, yeah. which you would if you killed a fucking little kid. I mean, not if you lob babies at someone. I'll get. To, I'll tell you about that later. Yeah. Oh my god! Or make boats. Right. So, oh shit! Oh man! He lost his <laughs> again. Then he goes to work, and they're like, "You turn your beeper off." He's like, "Oh, well, it's my thanks, Carly." Son's birthday. <laughs> Which and they're birthday. like, "But guess what? Caster Troy is dead. He escaped from the p- prison, and he's, he's like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. he's like, do we have his body?'" And they're like, "No, but it's only a matter of time." He's like, "I will believe that when I find his body." 
get the LAPD on this. We need a fucking and body. I did enjoy how they were like, he would even if he was alive, he wouldn't come back here. And he's like, believe me. He's already, he's already here. Already here. Just then, <laughs> just then, he's walking around. He steals the valet's car keys, yep. and Apparently, he finds a car. Sean Archer, Olympic swimmer. <laughs> and where does he go? He goes to the hospital where his wife is working. That's where I would go. And he calls her, and he's, you know, he's like, hey, you know, listen to me. The man you think is your husband is not your husband. Not everything is well. Do, get, get Jamie. Go to your mother's. Don't tell him where you're going. She's like, fuck off, eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's suspicious because she had that hibbity-dibbity, which was more like Humpty Dumpty. And he's been it was it was some strange dick. It wasn't yeah. the regular dick she's used to. She was she's like, just not used to having her. That peach seems eaten smaller than normal. That <laughs> like, seems smaller than normal. Like he, he's eating a peach for hours, and she's like, "This is taking way too long. Like it's raw. Yeah. He Leave never it alone. Does this. <laughs> Nobody wants it for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway. That's kind of true. <laughs> like an hour is too long. That's a long time. Really, time it and see how long you want it. <laughs> like after you're like, oh no, I can go all night long. No, you can't. <laughs> I don't want to. That's a lot of friction. There's chafing. chafing. And I'm tired now. How do you know? Like, look at her trying to walk. She's not getting out of the, off the couch. Why? He ate a peach for hours. All right, so, hi, Mom. All right, so, he drives, so he drives off, and now he decides to call his boss. And he's like, hey, I need to speak to Victor Lazaro. So who does he get? Sean Archer here. And he goes, well, if you're Sean Archer, I guess I'm Caster Troy. And then he says, eat a dick and hangs up. <laughs> All right, so uh, Sean goes to see Dietrich, and first Dietrich gets off the off the elevator. And he's got the best fucking lines. He goes, "So and so, so and so's a fucking liar. Tell him to eat a dick." Um, and Castor's like, "Aha! You're still selling drugs to so and so in Harbor Roy." And he's like, "Castor, fucking Troy! Holy shit!" He's like, "What's wrong with you? You look like you just fucked your mother." You look like you just fucked your mother. I'm like, "Is that something? He's, did he have lived this?" Because yeah. Cassavetti's fucking amazing lines here. Well, he does. He and uh, again in the making of it, uh, Wu did let them ad lib uh, a lot. The whole scene that you're coming to with the face off and mm -hmm. all that, he just let them do that. He, he was just rolling. Call cut and yeah, just let he them said they go. were filming that scene for like hours and hours and See, hours, and they were exhausted. And he just said, "Just do what you want," and they just made up lines and fucked around. That looks like fun. That makes me yeah. want to be an actor because I don't want to have to read your shit. I want to make shit up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I also don't want to be famous, so it's no, a bit of a conundrum. There is that. Because I'm the guy who'd be on top of the paparazzi's car with a golf club just beating the <laughs> shit out of him. Like, leave me the fuck alone! Well, they all go, a lot of them go through that. So. I also don't want to be famous. All right, anyway. Free Britney. No. Or don't, if she's in trouble. If she's fucking crazy, dude. Uh, Have you seen her Instagram? Yeah. So I'm seeing all these things about her Instagram, so I started following her Instagram. She's putting a lot of shit on there. It's like, look, I need attention. She had one where she's hanging, her tits are hanging out. That's she's right. like, look at me, I'm wearing Daisy Dukes. It's like, you, this is why you're not in control of your own money. Yeah. Stop doing dumb shit. But she could drive now, so congratulations, yeah. Brittany. I'm glad she lives near the coast. I just hope she's getting the help she needs if she needs help. If she doesn't need help, then maybe the, she needs to be freed. But if she does need help, then I hope they're helping her. I think we need an independent third party to come in and check out this situation because I don't think her father has her best interest in her. I also don't I think don't that know. I care about Brittany Spears. I also don't either. But I hope she's getting the help she needs. I right. agree with you. Whatever Carly said, that's me too. <laughs> All right. So now, of course, now, so Castor's meet goes and he meets all of his friends. He sits down. And how many of these fucking special boxes does he have all over town? Because now Dietrich comes out with one. It's got his guns. It's got his fucking chiclets. And it's got those special blue pills. So now what do they do? Dietrich 612. Yes. Dietrich, take, <laughs> Dietrich takes out one of those blue pills and he puts it in some water. So that's what you do. Is you take the pills, open them up, and they drink. And evidently these give you the brain pain because they both have the brain pain. Yeah. Maybe LSD. 
Meanwhile, that doesn't give you brain. Meanwhile, uh, Sean doesn't do drugs on the regular. <laughs> yeah. Sean gets fucked. Oh. So Sean tells him that he wants to get Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caster. Mm-hmm. Sean. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So they said, well, how are we going to get Super Cop? He goes, he's vulnerable at home. And he's like, well, how are you going to get Super Cop at home? He goes, well, the his alarm son, code is yeah. 10 It's his dead son's birthday. He goes, doesn't it make you sad? And he's fucking, he's trying to keep it yeah. together, but now he's fucking, he's, yeah. he's zooted. They're he's, like, how do you know all this? He's like, I've been banging his wife. No, no, he says, like, <laughs> I, I sleep with his wife. And he starts laughing because he's like, it's so true. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit. Because he's guy. hopped up on the hoopies, you see. This guy is crazy. And he goes, well, all right, what do you want to do once we get him? He goes, I want to take his face. Give him a little <gasps> surgery. His face. And they're like, what? <laughs> and he says, I've got to go to the little boy's wee-wee room. <laughs> And Dietrich says, what do you want to do? He goes, you want to take his face off? It's like his eyes, his nose. They're coming off. <laughs> it's like, okay. I'd be a little worried. No more drugs <laughs> no, for No more that drugs man. for that. And all that was improvised. So if you're an international terrorist for hire, I mean. So now, Sean <laughs> he cut that one dude's arms off. I think this might but be that was his, a different movie. Best, Hands off. his best saying weird shit that Caster Troy might really say. <laughs> so now, Sean's in the bathroom and he's washing his face. And he gets a glimpse of himself. Yeah. And this freaks him the fuck out. And he points a gun and he's like, <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> and he's waving the gun and he's doing the whole, okay, this is me thing. He goes, I'm me. Yeah. I'm Sean. No, I'm Caster. Caster Archer. And he does this weird face thing. And he turns around and Sasha's in the bathroom with him. Quit creeping, girl. That's a little weird. That's his alone time. You don't go in the bathroom when the man's in there. She's concerned. <laughs> and he goes. Rightly so. She says, he says, I'm me. And she goes, oh, and hits him. Yeah. She fucking hits him. He seems like he's a douchebag, though. Yeah. yeah, he probably hit it and quit it. And really, in the beginning, she was brought in for questioning, and it, your son is going to get taken away from you if you don't tell me. So, like, presumably, since this boy's been born, she's been getting harassed about him every time he gets in trouble. Well, if you have a son with international terrorist, you know, it kind of goes she with territory. She shouldn't be hanging out with these people. No. That's her should. brother. No, I, I know, agree but... with you. She's not making good choices. Yeah. So obviously right. she's getting So harassed. we cut the caster who's on the phone, and just then we see Carl pulls up with Jamie. Carl is the boyfriend who sent the kinky email. Carl is played by... The dude from that 70s show. The dude from that 70s show. Also Scientologist. <laughs> is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like and an I asshole. And I was like, I mean, what? And possible rapist. And possible... Well, he's trying to rape yeah, Jamie right is, here. Yeah, which is so weird. To me. Which well, is kind of ironic, because he got canceled for being we a rapist. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, we don't know. I wasn't there. Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly yeah. And I don't prejudge. But that's the actor. I post-judge. That's right. I, I don't prejudge. I Was Danny Masterson convicted of a crime? Not yet, so I will post-judge. No, he wasn't, but you know who should be tried is Carl. Because Carl is trying to rape Jamie. And so Castor's on the phone, and he goes, "Uh, we have one more thing to do. Well, maybe two. And he goes, I'll talk to you later. Hangs up the phone, and he does what any good dad would do. He walks outside. Sweet chin music set fucking window open. he fucking kicks the window open, (laughs) rips Carl out of the car, and starts beating the bejesus out of him. And he goes, say you're sorry. He goes, I'm sorry. Then he elbows him in the back of the head. Bam! Mean it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he says, what? I'm so so sorry. He's like, okay. Throws that motherfucker over the back of the uh, of the car. And this cop standing across the street, and they go, we didn't see shit. And they walk away <laughs> because you know what? Fuck this guy. Fuck him in his rusted, rural, pinkest asshole. He deserved it. Yeah. Rusted, rural, pinkest. <laughs> so now we're back in the house. 
And Caster says, if you dress up like Halloween, ghouls will try to get in your pants. And she's like, way to go, Dad. Way to defend that guy. And he's like, while we're talking. He ain't flushed. He gives her a cigarette. And she starts mm-hmm. smoking. It's like, while we're... Do you have protection? She's like, what, like condoms? And he pulls out a fucking curved butterfly knife. And he yeah. goes, protection. Next time, let Carl take his pants down. Then stick this in his inner thigh and twist it so Ooh. the wound won't clue, close. Mm. And then he gives her the knife and says, now get out of here, you crazy rascal. No fun. All right. I mean, is Caster Troy a good dad? Yes. <laughs> Question. Yes. I'm going to go with he. I don't, At he, this point, what his choices, good terrorist dad. His choices of um, execution of fatherhood are questionable, but he cares. So, point for him. I think if I, he was truly a sociopath who didn't care, he would let Jamie get raped in the front seat of that car in his driveway, and he wouldn't care. But no, he cared. And I think part of part of the movie, the which is, who cares? I think part of the movie that's cool is when because they switched and they have their faces, they are becoming yeah. the other person a little bit. So that's kind of neat because he's the schooner Archer's getting tuna. a little crazy. And yeah, he's a schooner tuner of terrorists. He's a terrorist with yeah. heart. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Break out the Mr. Mom reference. <laughs> you gotta go, Mr. Mom. I love Mr. Oh Mom. I'm gonna God. do that for the podcast one day. A little trim right. on that mustache, Ron. <laughs> I'm doing. You know what? My next pick. Mr. Mom, All right. Dragnet got bumped. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Dragnet's never getting done. All right, so now we, cu- we cut It is to- an adventure. Yeah, we cut the Sean who's asleep, and Sasha wakes him up. And he's like, Eve, Eve. And first she's like kissing on his neck, and he's calling her Eve. And she's like, fuck you, get yeah, up. Yeah. And she starts taking off his pants. He's like, don't you want to talk first? And she says, the only talk we've ever done is do you want to suck my tongue? <laughs> he goes, now get up, take this shit off, put this crap on, and get the hell out of here. And he's like, I'm not leaving until your brother helps me. And first he was like, wait a minute. And yeah, think about it. He's like, Sasha. And she's like, yeah. It's like, I'm not leaving until your brother helps me. All right, whatever. Look, if you have to get out of here because if they find you, they're going to take away my son. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. So he puts, starts putting on... Um, um, so now we uh, cut to Pollux, who's watching he, them. He puts the clothes on and he goes, oh, I kind of like this. Not yet. I thought that was right then. Not yet. It's after this. Because there's a little thing between that. Okay. So we cut the Pollux who's across the street and calls Castor and says, hey, uh, Sean's starting to like being you. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Yeah, good for <laughs> He goes, hey, by the way, they're at Dietrich's house. And I'm like, all right, great. Now we cut to Sean who's wearing, who's putting on the clothes. He goes, hey, these are nice clothes. And, and Sasha says, of course, they're yours. They're yours. And he goes, that's a nice looking kid too. And she goes, yeah, he's yours. But doom. And I get the impression that she had not told him that. Because if she had told him that previously, she would have been mad. Now, here's what I think. Let's take 20, 30 minutes to discuss this because we have we got plenty of time. She says, of course you like these clothes. They're yours. Like, duh, yeah. asshat. They're your shit. You left them here. Of course you think that kid is cute. Duh, he's yours. You left him here. It's the same tone of voice. She, He knows that this is his kid. Caster knows that he has a kid with Sasha. He just doesn't care because he's a dickwad. So she's like, of course you think he's a cute kid. He's fucking yours. You just don't care. All right, so <laughs> now he hugs the kid and is like, oh. And, and this and, freaks her out. because well, freaks everyone out. Because he asks his what's his name and he says Adam. And he starts hugging him and going, Michael. Michael. Which would scare the shit of any mother. Anybody. And she's like, you're hurting him. Go away. And now he's having a breakdown because, well, he's high and not used to drugs. Yeah. And just then a gunfight breaks out. And what do we do? We set a gunfight to somewhere over the rainbow. <clears throat> so FBI agents storm the place. People are dropping like flies. 
Um, Caster shows up. He's starting to shoot people. Just then, Caster shoots Dietrich in the neck. In he had the room. A, he had a, a gun. A vestibule covered and, in mirrors? Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dietrich's an eccentric. eccentric There's some weird stuff going on. It's an interesting but decorator. He's, tra- he's tracking his friends, and he decides to shoot Dietrich in the neck when he's in gun f- in fucking sideline. But was he going to of- shoot Sasha? Here's the question, because Sasha, the kid, and Dietrich are all in line, and he decides to shoot them. But he's tracking Sasha, and then I Dietrich think, steps in the way. I think he was trying to kill Sasha. I, I was wondering about that, too. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, he was going to kill Sasha, and Dietrich just happened to get in the way, and he's like, eh, fuck it. So he doesn't give a shit about his friends, Jamie, he does. Or his kid, <laughs> or his booty call, who had his kid, because he doesn't care about kids. He murders kids all the time. But he's he kisses, fucking care. she kisses her brother. The mouth. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I was going to skip over that. Okay. Oh, my God. That is not how you kiss your All sister right. goodbye. So, gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Uh, the best part is they go to to shoot each other. So, Sean and um, Castor are in a gunfight. And they end up on two sides of a wall, like a fake It's wall, a mirror? But there's a mirror on one side, a mirror yeah. on the other. So, they turn around and face each other. So, now they're facing a mirror holding a gun. And they're, so they're going to shoot themselves. So yeah. they shoot themselves. Gunfight, gunfight, Miss. gunfight. If either one were shooting for shit, they wouldn't get a goddamn whiff. No. Yeah. All right. So just then, um, neither of them have any good shots. So Sean heads up to the roof where Pollux is and gives chase. But just then, like, fucking Sean knew he was being chased by Pollux. Fucking does a Tarzan line ride thing. Grabs yeah. Pollux. Kicks him through a fucking uh, window. Wind- no, what do you call it? Skylight. And wouldn't you know what else is amazing? Is that that's where Caster's standing, right with Pollux lanes. Dead, dead Pollux. And dead Pollux. And this. And Sasha shoots a cop and yeah. kills him. Yes. Just for the record. Right. She had to protect her son. Just she was protecting record. her son. She goes into mama bear uh, flight mode, but she, sh- she did she shoot did a cop. She did shoot a cop. Those cops did come into her home and invited and shoot up the place while her little. To kid be was fair, there. there's an international criminal there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He's probably Little on the kid. FBI's most wanted list. But, Little kid. Yeah, they weren't shooting at the kid. So as you notice, when the FBI agents, when there was a kid around, because at one point Nicholas Cage had was holding the kid, getting him out. Yeah. And they were gonna, they could have killed. Yeah. Sean, but then and he they, was holding the kid, and they were like, he's like, no, they pulled away because yeah. there was a kid. So all of the all of the officers were making a conscious effort not to harm the kid. Look. Nicholas Cage. No, I need you to understand that, that was the thing they did. Fires back at these guys multiple times. He may also have shot a cop. Well, I know. What shot we, a kid. He shot. I shot a kid. He shot Die the hard. um, the jailers. He shot one in the yeah. foot and he shot yeah. one in the leg. All right, but so he didn't kill any cops that we saw. So now we um, don't know for sure. Caster's upset because his brother just landed at his feet. Yeah, dead. And like he ties his shoes one last time, Aww. and an FBI agent goes, "Sir, why are you so upset? It's just Paulus Troy." And he shoots him in the Oosh. fucking skull. And what we don't realize is that at some point they're going to have to investigate all of these murders and yeah. they're going to pull the ballistics on that bull and be like, isn't that your gun? Yeah. <laughs> but we don't worry about that. Yeah. He's like, I'm time man of, Times Man of the Year. I don't care. Sometimes I shoot cops. <laughs> <laughs> so in the office next day, Castor walks past his secretary who tells him that he's Times Man of the Year. Just then his boss busts in his office and says, look, I don't care if you're Times Man of the Year. I'm terminating your war on terrorists because everybody's worried about your Gestapo contactors. So neither so am I. Oh, my chest hurts. And he goes, I'm going to tell you something. You may not like it. I am Castor Troy. And fucking gives him a heart attack. I don't know what he knows. He like, chops him in the back of the neck and then punches he, him in look, the chest. He knows the Dimbok. Yeah, okay. It's Dimbok. Hey, you gotta be careful. You don't be ninja nobody who don't need ninja. Clearly. So Sean goes to his house and is surprised. Is surprised by his wife who 
freaks the fuck out. Because like, this is the actual Sean. He looks like Nicolas Cage. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, his wife gets out the shower. And there's the guy who killed your son sitting in your fucking bedroom. Yeah. This would freak me out. <laughs> this is a bad day. Code word. <laughs> Butterscotch. Got it. All right. So he tells her, hey, look, I'm Sean. And he lays the entire thing on. Like the entire thing, that the entire plan happened on her. And she's like trying not to panic. She looks like she has on this face like she's accepted whatever's going to happen to her as long as she doesn't die. So he grabs the picture frame off the off the bed, punches it, and pulls the picture out because you can't turn a picture frame around and get the picture out of the bed. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. That thing is locked. He was locked. really upset. And he needed so to he get punched his little boy in the face and damaged the picture. Good thinking. And he said, and, I have type O blood and he has type AB blood. You're a doctor. Check it out. Do you know Tony's blood type? No. Do you know Carly's blood type? I don't know my blood type. <laughs> Actually, I know John's and he knows mine. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Just learned it. <laughs> he guessed correctly. Wow. Guess mine. <laughs> only... You don't know. <laughs> that doesn't matter. There's only Do you know else. your blood type? No. Not off the top of my head. No. You know your blood type off the top of your head? I did used to give blood. I have a card. I know mine. <laughs> I know mine too. You need to know yours, so if you're in an accident and they ask you what's your blood type, you can tell them. You should probably look that up. It's perhaps, important. Perhaps we should put that on the list of things to do before we get married. Because <laughs> if they don't know your blood type, they're going to give you O negative. Yeah. Which is Which also is probably what they did type. when I was... I'm the universal out. donor. I am not. I'm actually not supposed to, to donate blood because I always pass out, but I lie whenever I donate blood and tell them I don't. Mm. All right, so we cut to the <laughs> hospital where Eve... Um, where are we now? Uh, oh, yeah. So, Castro comes home and tells he her. He says, check my blood. And then jumps no, out the window. shut up. So, Castro comes home and tells her about Lazaro dying today and that it's really heavy. And he's like, hey, I feel like everybody's losing. I hope I'm not losing you, too. Does this weird thing where he sits down and puts a hand out and she comes over and holds yeah. his hand. Like, who does that yeah, shit? Yeah, that was funny. So, then we cut Nicholas to the hospital. Cage does. <laughs> um... So Eve takes some of Sean's blood while yes. he's sleeping yes. and then goes to the hospital and we cut to Eve who's checking the blood and finds out, holy shit, he's not, you know, the blood types are not right because yeah. maybe she knew it. I assume she did. She's a doctor. <laughs> if yeah. someone stuck you with a little thing while you were sleeping, do you think you'd wake up? I yes. think I would at least flinch. <laughs> I'm a heavy sleeper, but yeah. I would at least roll I'm over. An extremely light sleeper. <laughs> I know, me too. Oh, I'd be totally like, what the fuck? So then Sean is there and he says, Thank you for believing me. She pulls a fucking gun and says, Eat a dick. She says, I don't believe any of you. Yeah. And, she goes, and he tells her a story about the first time he took her out. He took her to surf and turf. And they hurt. They broke a tooth and mm -hmm. had to find a dentist. She's yeah. a vegetarian. And that whole thing. So then she's very like, teeth. oh my God. So everybody <laughs> he got damaged during this, that gunfight and, and she stitches yeah, him up. Bleeding. But just then, just then, Castor and two of his goons show up and they find Eve. And she's like, oh, well, what was I supposed to think when, you know, a husband's think when his wife wakes up in the middle of the night and leaves? She goes, that I was a doctor on call. Yeah. That's a really good lie. Mm -hmm. so it's, then a, he's like, it's a good alibi. He's like, I'm sorry. You know, I just freaked out. And She's whatever. working on a patient. He pulls it off. You think yeah. it's Castor for a second or whatever, but it's not. It's some other dude that's got his face melted off. <laughs> <laughs> Two faces laying in this fucking bed. I'm like, what is going on with Mr. Dent here? He's like, holy that shit. He's like, I'm a little busy. This guy's over here flipping coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's then. Serious. Sean and Castor leaves and he goes, lies, mixed signals, this turns into a real marriage. Hello, mm. doggy. Stop it. Stop touching. You're going to fuck something up. Then we have to do this again. Then we have to do this again. And we we're cannot do this again. <laughs> and you want to know that we're an hour and 53 minutes into the movie. Because you guys off. won't shut the fuck up. 
All right, so I'm gonna start fucking shotgunning this information. So you need to just put it, just go like, go take your a shit drink. on receipt, take a drink. Yeah, put your shit on receipt. All right, so the next day comes. Everybody fucking suits up for this funeral, and they're all getting ready to go. So they all go, and but the kids are gone. Adam went to go stay with a cousin. Jamie stole fifty dollars and ran away. They get to the to the funeral. Nicholas Cage shows up and hands the picture to some little kid who hands it to John Travolta. John Travolta looks at it. It's the picture of Adam, the little kid that got murdered. He crumbles it up, throws it away. Funeral's over. We get there. For some reason, Sean walks up, takes his gun as an altar, puts it down, and Cash comes behind. Blows. That's exactly what he said. It's a quote. Yes. And he says, Wow. <laughs> He's making fun of the crucifixion of uh -huh. Jesus. He goes, Like you do. What an eternal battle between good and evil, saint and sinner, but you're still not having any fun. Gunfight. Small gunfight, because just then, Sasha shows up, the goons show up, Eve is there. Yeah. It's fucking, it's, it's a Mexican. It's the end of true romance. <laughs> Mexican standoff, they call yeah. it. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria, yeah. Dogs and cats living together. Walls of the 53rd precinct were bleeding. <laughs> they were actually bleeding. <laughs> so now they're having the Mexican standoff, gunfight. Everybody's dead except for Sean, Eve, and Castro. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, everyone fucking dies. Everybody else is just fucking. They're going the way of the Sasha dodo means, makes Castro. Sasha gets shot and makes Castro promise yeah. to raise their son and don't let him be like us. But she Sean knows it's Sean. not really Castro. No. So she thinks it's no, she thinks she it's thinks Castor. It's Castor, she but she does really Sean. Yeah, she never picked yes. up. Yes, I thought she figured it out. No, no she says to she She's says to Sean. Oh. Make sure our son doesn't live, doesn't grow up like us, and he promises. He says, "Yeah." And he says, "I'm kidnapping that kid. Don't <laughs> I worry." He said, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> he was very uncomfortable. He's like, "I don't want to, but sure." Yeah. All right. So now, Castor runs, and Sean sees him. For some reason, fucking Jamie shows up because why not? Yeah. Sean stares her down, like, "Hey, go Castor away, little kid." For her. Castor had one of his thugs yeah, put her daughter's right. on her way, too. I know. Because I'm going to kill your whole fucking family. So Eve calls the feds and says, this is Eve Archer. This is going to sound really weird, but I need you to listen. Um, I don't know. Sean and Castor are now out of guns. They're fist fighting mm -hmm. on, on the lawn here. And Jamie shows up and pulls a gun because now Sean is winning. He's about to choke Castor with a gun. And she says, pull your... Stop it. Don't do that. Let him go. But just then, because now all of this fighting has finally dislodged one of their microchips. Mm -hmm. And now Sean sounds like Sean. They both sound like Travolta. Thank you. <laughs> they both sound like John, Tra like Vinnie Barbarino. <laughs> he's, a, he's crazy. Swear you're gonna die. So then he's like, Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so then John Travolta's like, shoot him. And Nicolas Cage is like, no, don't shoot anybody. Listen to my voice. I'm your father. Don't shoot anybody. And she's like, fuck it, and plugs him. She shoots her actual father. Nicholas Cage in the yeah. shoulder. Yeah. John Travolta walks up and says, no daughter of mine would shoot so wide you fucking clod. Grabs the gun, holds it to Jamie and says, Dad, put the gun down. <laughs> and then he says, let's see what's in Papa's bag. It's peaches. And licks Jamie. Which Ew. is super creepy. And now Eve is there Who's and she yells, Jamie. It gets a little weird now. <laughs> It's been a little so weird. So Jamie's getting <laughs> Jamie's getting licked. So what does she do? She pulls out that butterfly knife and stabs him in the fucking leg. And like she's supposed to, and twists it. Like her fake dad taught her. Yep. Like so, Eve grabs Jamie, and Jamie says, "Please tell me what fucking planet I'm on." Yeah. Because I'd be confused too. Yeah. And now it's time for the um, the boat portion of our chasing. So they get on speedboats and they're fucking chasing each other. 
So they're chasing each other, whatever. One boat blows up. They end up on one boat. Now, here's the fun part. They hit the pier, and the two of them go flying. Flying. There are not enough boat chases. Two in stories in the air that this, this so 33 and 43-year-old man land and roll, what? and they're fine. They live. They're and fine. not only do they live, they get up and continue to fight. One of them gets hit with a pipe. Yeah. Multiple times. So, yeah. so now, Caster grabs a piece of glass and slashes uh, Sean. Yeah. And then grabs the pipe and starts beating him. Instead Sean's about to die. stabbing him yeah. with the glass. Grabs, what? Grabs a harpoon and stabs Caster in the leg. And, so now and, both and, his legs are stabbed. And now Caster's like, okay, I need to be punished. I've misbehaved. Misbehaved? Mm. Misbehaved. Children misbehave when they spill it. milk on the floor. <laughs> He's been a bit more. Yes. So anyway, Sean goes to fucking shoot him with the harpoon, and Caster grabs it so the harpoon doesn't leave the gun. Just then, Sean kicks him in the balls and says, Die! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how we said it. It went on for six minutes. It was a long, <laughs> it was a long die. We have a, I'm cutting down yeah. some shit here. So finally he dies, and as Caster's dying, he says, Ready! You get the whole thing. But he also says every time you look in the mirror, you're going to see my face. And he starts trying to mutilate his face yeah, I had before cut, he does. I had to cut some shit out. You, yeah. you guys have been going on fucking tangents. Yeah. I got to make cuss where I can make. You've been going on plenty of tangents yourself. I think it's so. interesting that if you're going to decide to mutilate the face, you cut around. Exactly the right place. Where yeah. they would cut it What was he going to do? Peel it off and throw well, it in the ocean? Like you know a weird joker thing? He should have done, done like that, that uh, fucking movie, The Hunted. Remember that? Where yeah. he, break, he takes the sword and he cuts puts it on his face off. and pulls it and you're yeah. like, oh my, oh my god! god. Yeah. We should do that movie. Do it. That movie's awesome. And it's that face cool. wouldn't have been anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, now the FBI shows up and Nicolas Cage, Sean, is sitting down and he's all tired and he's expecting to get his ass whooped and they're like, are you okay, sir? Archer. And he's like, huh, what? And he goes, would you call me? Would you call me? I called you Archer, sir. And they're like, aha! Yeah, they his, wife, his wife called it in. And they don't just fucking believe it. She said he used a secret code word. Yeah, it was butterscotch. (laughs) Apparently she has a code word with his office, but not with him. (laughs) (laughs) So so then we cut to, now, Sean is at the doctor's office, and he's like, hey, you know that bullet wound? Because they're going to refix him and put everything back. They're going to add 35 pounds of fat. Yeah. Because like like you'd want. And he's like, hey, you know that bullet wound? Yeah. That I don't need that anymore. Leave that out. And they're like, you know that bullet wound I told the other doctor to make sure to back, but that you know dude's that, dead, and ha- you have no idea that that even happened or that I had a bullet wound. Please don't put it back. You know that bullet scar that burned up in that fucking and Tony fire. Tony goes to the doctor's like, sure. Yeah, he's on pain but medicines. Don't please worry. make sure to put back my love handles yeah. and my man boobs. <laughs> My moves. I yeah. need my dad bod back. I can't yeah. be like a hot Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, hot Nicholas Cage. Anyway, so we cut to... At least trim. I can't be, <laughs> I can't be svelte. An undi- undisclosed amount of time has lapsed. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. Or so now, 15 Sean, minutes. looking like John Travolta, comes home, greets his family. And we're both like, why wasn't she at the hospital? Oh, no! <laughs> because... But, but then she... But because she's got to be at home... So that he can break the news. By the way, kidnap this kid. <laughs> no, you forgot the... A really good okay, line is when yep. the daughter says, Hi, Dad, I'm sorry I shot you. Yeah. So then, yeah. And then by the way, the face thing. Yeah. By the way... <laughs> which they do nine times. So here's this kid. Here's this kid. I... Thank you, Tony. Tony's doing the face thing. So now... This kid is... He, thank you, everybody. Come, there you go. <laughs> 
Everybody get one for you two. Yes. There you go. So now, everybody got a face I feel so violated. So now this kid, his father killed this guy's son. This guy killed your father and was the cause of your mother's death, but is going to live with you now. Yeah. Movie over. <laughs> What'd you think, Carly? Woo! Now that we're like six hours I in. I thought, damn, that movie was long. All right. <laughs> Just long enough to be awesome? My favorite Quest character you guys were fucking brutal today. Eve, the wife. My <laughs> least favorite really? character was Pollux. Tony can do an impression of him. He hey, almost... Hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Waves with just their pinky. Yeah. My favorite scene was when <laughs> exactly. Sean goes to Caster's friends for help and then a shootout ensues. My favorite line was the, I, I, I had to look at it on the subtitles to get it exactly in my original notes, but since I don't have them, it's when he goes to the hospital looking for her and he's like, I just get so jealous. What am I supposed to think when my wife disappears in the night? She's like, then I'm a doctor who's on call. Now go away, because I got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Dent just came in. Apparently there was some acid of acid. I'm busy, dude. Calm the fuck down. And my favorite tertiary object, I remembered it. It was all the fucking doves in that church. Uh, in the church. <laughs> that's a John Wu thing. John Wu thing. He puts doves in everything. I was big like, prince. holy yeah, big prince macaroni. This is quite a holy funeral. <laughs> doves in the church. In the church. I will yay it. There you go. Mostly because it's John's birthday. But <laughs> but also because you enjoyed the experience. It's enjoyable, but man, is this movie long. It takes a long time to you get You should try explaining up. it while the three of you are standing here. it is ridiculous. <laughs> so good, though. Tony. All right. My favorite character is Caster Troy because he's wait, awesome. Wait, which Caster Troy? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Or Nicholas... Coppola, if you, per, if you prefer. His, his, his born name. My least favorite character is Margaret Cho, because she sucks in everything she's ever done. Uh, my she's favorite, barely in the movie. I know, but I can't stand her. <laughs> so I take shots where I can go. Okay. Her and Michelle Rodriguez are terrible in this movie. Well, yeah. She's no Sharon Sossaman. It's Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> and she's trash. So <laughs> I say Sarah? You said Shannon. Shannon, Shannon? Shannon Elizabeth Sossaman? It's her sister. <laughs> My favorite line is the doctor. They, they pull the doctor in, who's the leader of the Necromongers, by the way. And he says, what do you want with me? And Troy sits with a skinless face dripping blood and drool. Take one goddamn guess. <laughs> you stole my line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm still keeping it. My favorite scene is everything. And my favorite tertiary <laughs> object <laughs> is his red suits that he wears in the beginning. He said everything. Everything. <laughs> my favorite scene is my, If I have to pick one scene, it's I... between the credits. I do credits love when Nicolas Cage acts, his, acts out the insanity when he's doing that fight, because that was really impressive to me. But I love this movie. I love everything about oh, my phone. it. Even if it's silly and dumb. Yes. <laughs> Yay. So I, will, I forgot that I said Highest of yays. Highest of yays. I will watch it right now if you want. Wow, and he's watched it no less than it three, three times, times this week. in the last three days. <laughs> I mean, it is it is long. They could have cut about thirty no, minutes out of it. They I could think. have added thirty minutes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and I'd have been okay. But, I would not have. Even. But yes, hi. <laughs> Elaine. Um, Audra yays it. Oh, good. That's she my... loves Travolta and Cage in this movie. She doesn't remember a specific yeah. line that she, she likes. Five yays. <laughs> but her favorite scene is the one in the prison. Where Travolta is revealed to be Castor Troy. Mm -hmm. 
She loves that. So it's a good scene. Uh, my favorite, ter- uh, my favorite character is Nicholas Cage as tra- Castor Troy. My least favorite character is John Travolta as Castor Troy. <laughs> my favorite tertiary object is Castor Troy's gold-plated guns. Okay. Uh, my favorite line is, "You're not the only one in the family with brains, but I am stole my the only one with the looks." You stole my backup line. Good line. Touche. My favorite scene, I had like a running total of scenes, but I'm going to have to go with the boat chase because you just don't see enough really good boat chases, and this one's You don't see any boat chases, really. Ridiculous. It's very rare. Um, I really like this movie. It's really great. You should watch it. If you haven't seen it lately, watch it again. You'll really enjoy it. I B.A. You didn't write down Audra. Oh, yep. Let me write down Audra. And Ken yep. liked it, too. I don't know. She didn't tell me I Ken's... The... I guarantee you Ken liked it. <laughs> I don't know, man. She didn't tell me Ken's facts. Right. Just Audra facts. Get back to me. All I got is odd facts. All right. So my favorite character is Castor Troy. Which Either one? iteration is fine for me. You I, just I, love Castor Troy. It's a tie. I prefer Castor Troy. No, Troy. the bad guy. My least favorite character is Carl, because fuck a rapist. Okay, yeah. He sucks. Yep. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the zip disc. Because you don't see enough zip disks out there. I like an abstract. It's the closest thing to a videotape for you. So. Yeah. Close, yeah, it's like videotape adjacent. It's between yeah. videotape and like and CD. Is <laughs> zip disk. Um, my favorite scene is the one where Caster, I mean, um, Sean as Caster goes to see Dietrich and Sasha mm-hmm. and that whole thing. And now that it's improvised, it's even yeah. better. Um, I'm Caster, Caster Archer. And he's just, he's trying to, he's a duality thing and it's a really Some good more scene. more drugs for that, man. Yeah, and I guess my favorite line is going to be "No more." Thank you for stealing my line for the third know. fucking time, you asshole. How <laughs> about "No more drugs for that man"? How about if you're Sean Archer, then that means I'm Castor Troy. No. Or lies, deceit, mixed messages. This is turning into. No, nope, I'm going to go with "No more drugs for that man" because my first favorite line was the one Tony did, and the second favorite line was the one you fucking did. So I'm going to go with "No more drugs for that." How man. about the best line in the whole movie? I am Castor Troy. <laughs> no, it's not. I am Castor. I said I'm that like Richard Troy. Nixon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a crook. I'm, I'm not, not a an international terrorist. I am Castor. And if you weren't sure about my fucking birthday pick, <laughs> I'll make it the highest of yays because I love this. I've always loved this movie. I think I will. I remember stealing my. So my dad had this on VHS. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I stole it from him and kept it in my room. And then I moved away and took it with me. Damn. <laughs> And then DVDs Sorry, came, Dad. And then DVDs <laughs> came out and no one cared. Yeah. So there you go. Carly. All right, please. We're at like four hours. Hurry on up. Facebook.com <laughs> slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at movie Podcast on Instagram at movie Podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com and please tune in next week. On the um, podcast. For Tony's pick for John's birthday. It's my birthday. I decided to do places in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought John would no. That's a movie you just made him watch, isn't it? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. It's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I'm doing 1987's Predator. Never heard of it. I hope it's good. It's, it's all right. So 10 years before 1997's Face Off? Yes. Oh, shit. Four Places in the Heart is on Hulu. All right. I've never heard of it. What the fuck is that? It is real. Well, at two hours and eight minutes, here's my closing song.